0: Geek Shock. Geek Shock.
1: No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Please,
2: please, please.
1: Come back for
3: more. Oh
2: my God. (laughs) I I even hate the word.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that was supposed to be in reference to venereal diseases, not like attention. No. Give them no venereal diseases, they come back for more. Dude, you need to get out more. (laughs) (laughs) I need to get out more. That tattoo,
0: I'm clean. It's only gonna get you nah. so far.
3: <laughs> look at listen, Mister, your jars of urine and yeah. I'm sorry in <laughs> the Henderson Mansion and the 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 Kleenex I, boxes for shoes. I have no idea.
2: Wait, urine in Henderson Mansion and clean what? I'm comparing him to Howard Hughes.
3: He's
4: oh, he's trying. Okay, yeah. he's just failing miserably. Okay, is yes. what he's
3: doing. I'm sorry, yeah. if you guys have no sense of history. It's not my fault. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that that's why that joke fails.
3: Yeah,
4: I was just gonna say the same thing. <laughs>
0: Blame the audience. That's an old you're you're learning how to be a performer, Andy. Yes. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or, I learned, or you, a... Kirsten, I learned it from you, Gerson. I learned it from you. The
2: perfor the audience is stupid.
3: <laughs> no, just the room. Oh.
2: oh Welcome folks to Geek Shock number four hundred and forty two. I am Master Torgo. Eighties chef. Funny K. E. Fact check dandy. And we're here to talk week in Geek. Yes, Matt. Away from the show for a little while.
3: Getting Who? This, get, getting some Who? 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 Who is this Matt you're talking about? Whom? I don't know. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I forgot. Okay. Andy,
0: don't even bother. It's not like he's going to listen. and <laughs> Good <laughs> <laughs> to be upset.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I missed talking to my Warhammer partner already. Yeah. Warhammer, Warhammer, Warhammer. See, it's not I'll, the same. I'll, it's I'll not the
0: same. In. No, it's okay. Uh, painting. Uh, primer. Better.
3: Um, Sonic um, Army thing. No, well, there is a Marvel minis game, so, oh, okay. so so perhaps, perhaps. All right,
2: this is the episode we're going to talk about. Solo, mm. a Star Wars story. Oh, oh, we oh won't who get is so we won't we won't get into spoilers until later on in the show. We will warn you if you have not seen the movie, uh, and then once you've seen the movie or have chosen not to, you can join us for spoiler talk at the end of this show. But Han lives at the end. <laughs> Fuck all of you. <laughs> oh, damn it. I told you to wait. <sighs> but uh, but uh, now all of us have seated in this room. I was the the last one standing in this room. To no one's surprise. <laughs> but you had the good taste and
0: common sense to like it.
2: Yeah, I did. Uh, I'll, I definitely give my non-spoilery thoughts about it. I really enjoyed it. I was on the fence like apparently many people. Yeah. And I'm like, I was, and I'm like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'll go, I'll go and see it. It's a Star Wars movie, for goodness sakes, and Absolutely. I am really glad I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a fun movie. Yeah. I, and Matt was talking about how it might be his favorite one, like fighting up there with Rogue One. I actually liked it better than Rogue One. Wow. So you're okay. I thought I thought Rogue One right. was good. I liked this better, even with the other utter lack of porgs.
0: Even with we that, gotta, I, wow. I can't expect. Jeff, you got to break day. out the hose. We got to water him down. he's yeah. a
2: little, he's <laughs> a little hot now. Because <laughs> I thought uh, Rogue One was was good, not great. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it a lot, but I like this one better. In fact, uh, I'll get into this maybe a little bit later. Maybe, of course, I will. <laughs> Is there was a moment in the Han Solo movie, I actually teared up a little.
1: Aww.
2: Is it the same moment that uh, uh,
0: apparently has Matt not going to see the movie ever <laughs> or something? I, I have no idea. What I, I don't know what that moment is. I, what,
2: what, what's triggering the two broke geeks on this yeah, one? I have
0: I no know. idea. Well, it, 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 like I it listen, takes much?
2: I haven't listened to that
4: episode. Okay, I guess that, that'll Matt, solve it. I was like, we just said that Matt liked the movie. I'm, I was lost there for a There's second. There's so no, no, many no, no, mats.
0: Matt, yeah, thank you. Okay, I see why you did that. Oh, that, was good. that was too many That was <laughs> good. That was smart. Too many um, yeah, Matt's. No, no. no. Too well, many this people is, it, dude, if I'm talking about hating something, uh-huh. it's obviously too broke eats mac. <laughs> oh, okay. You know. I mean he's 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 right up there with Jake on the whole why bother universe. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. It's all right. But if you're he's, on the
2: fence for for solo, see it. It's go re- see it. It's really good. It's highly entertaining. I don't think it's as throwaway as many people say. Mm-hmm. as far fun. as the story goes that's fun yes obviously fun it's fun it
0: one of the th- one of the things i mean uh, it, this isn't a spoiler but i guess we don't want to get too deep but i will say one of the criticisms is you know um it uh, it's not necessary and it's sort of like well where was star wars necessary in 1977 yeah you yeah. went and you saw an incredibly fun movie and enjoyed yourselves. It's not like you saw it because you had to have answers to some kind of narrative that was hanging out there. And and I I don't I I'm sorry, but the arguments about it has to mean something or be necessary or connect is utterly failing for me. Yeah. So when people mm-hmm. say it it doesn't it's not necessary, it's like so what? Like, yep.
3: As I said before, it's one of the reasons I like certain series over the movies of things like like Star Trek. I like them. the series because you can have small stories. You don't have everything doesn't have to be earth shattering. Yes, world ending, grand events. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I highly recommend it, and uh, we'll talk more about this later. And and I guess some of the controversy, for lack of a better word, yeah. around actually, it. actually, dude.
0: <laughs> I will say this. Uh, Red Letter Media, have you seen their... I have not. Oh, my God! Rich Evans, Mm -hmm. who doesn't really he loved it he act, oh. well he liked it a lot and he actually admitted his discomfort
4: with liking it and he's, he was just like, like he's the one that hates everything right yeah that guy, yeah okay, he's the one yeah. who hates everything that's kind of why said, i stopped I, watching them I, I
0: hate everything star wars and i like this movie and you know i was waiting for the punchline, like, like 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 no, gyps- no, gyps- rich, yeah.
2: yeah rich is not the one you're thinking of
0: None, No. okay
4: oh wait uh no, I, I I think it is, but the bearded yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. bearded guy.
2: Uh, I thought Rich was the big guy,
4: the heavier set. Yeah, bearded guy, right? Bearded not guy. not the not the the skinny bearded guy that that's yeah. kind of whiny. No, 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 no. Not okay, him. I, no, I okay. am thinking he of the one.
2: predictably
0: did not like it. I'm confused. Yes. this is Phantom. Is not everybody
3: overweight and bearded? Yeah, really.
0: <laughs> but anyway, it um he he uh, talked about some the the bitch points that, that are floating around there and he said it's a nontroversy and they're like did you just make that word up and he's like yes i did and i like that <laughs> so it's a nontroversy yeah it really is it's it's fun go see it enjoy it and solo lives <laughs> <laughs> fuck you all God again damn it okay all right gentlemen what geeky things you do this week i saw solo did you? <laughs> more than once? No. No. Oh. But I did see Deadpool 2 again. Aha. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 important cuz all those references you don't get the first time. There's some there's some deep stuff. It, Background it, stuff as I Jeff just pointed I, out. You know, yes. I'm just enjoying the hell out of movies. Um I hate to harp back on it, but boy, haters are confusing me more and more. Cuz hate, hate 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 hate. Yeah, it's I mean, you know, there was a we we all had a mutual recent post uh uh dissing something um Andy and I were just whoo shots fired but it, and it was just sort of like um why I'm just I'm not getting it mm. it's like you know I'm I'm totally having fun with a lot of stuff that's out there and, yeah. and 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 Deadpool it's just it's 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 a fun one it's a treat it's I don't know if I think it's Better, mm-hmm. but than Deadpool one. But at this point, I'm getting worn out of best of, better than this and
4: that. You know, yeah, I, it has to stand on its own. I mean,
0: well, well, that and I'm just and and just just sitting there and like having to label, categorize, and rank. I'm right. I'm getting a little tired of it. So, uh, but I did enjoy it. It you know cable. Is, is is fun out there? And I want to see X Force things. And I love what they did with Domino. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. she was she was, awesome. she was great. I actually saw Brad Pitt's face this time.
3: Yes, you know, um, so oh, I didn't realize it. I, I caught that the first time. I didn't realize
4: that. I by. I uh, blinked. Oh, you went to the bathroom or something. I did have yeah. to point it out. Uh, my date when I went with the, she uh, she missed it. It's and, quick. It literally, yeah, literally. It's blinking. You miss it. Did you run it back for? Her? What?
3: hey oh. The age of video. Everything gets worn back when you miss oh, okay. it. okay. Yeah. No, no, no. It's the pillow. Goddamn pillow. <laughs> no, it's a trash bag. <laughs> using trash oh, my to God. Now.
0: Andy's trash bagging. Is it oh. trash bagging? It's worse than tea bagging, folks. Mm. It smells worse. That's for sure. What else to do this week, Dylan?
3: <laughs> I played Eldritch Horror. I'm sorry. Say I that again. I played Eldritch Horror. Eldritch Horror. Right yes. There. And it was fun. It's fun. It's a love, you know, Lovecraftian board game. Uh, it's one of those games that can take a long time. Uh, we played it for like three hours, and we were somebody had to, a couple of people had to leave, and we just, we just we just <laughs> called it because we had the thing stomped. Apparently, they'd nerfed it. I didn't realize they'd nerfed it, but I'm going to play it again Wednesday.
2: How many people were playing?
3: Uh, it's kind of fun. Uh, there was four of us, and then somebody shot a blade, and we just threw him into the game because that kind of game can get away with that. With and, yeah. Uh, in fact, you know, it's a Lovecraft game, so of course, you know, I died, and they gave me another character, and we just hopped back in. It was fun. Yeah.
0: That if you have if you have a pretty rigorous death mechanic, mm-hmm. that's all I ask for is get back, give a, give a mechanism to get right back in. No you elimination. Know, yeah, like in uh, 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 RP, uh, people talk about tar- tabletop RPGs and lethality, mm-hmm. and it's like if, if you have a character creation system that's less than twenty minutes, then I don't care how lethal this is. Make it lethal. Let's mm-hmm. let's 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 grind and be grinded.
3: Ooh. You know, it's fine. Tomb of
2: annihilation for and everyone. It, yeah, exactly. Right.
3: <laughs> so you know, and it, if it's a game, that's any. Yeah, you know, has any peripheral attachment to Lovecraft or his? You know, anybody, anybody who works in his world, it really should. You know, you should die. You should go insane. Yeah, yeah, really. Now, now, how how were you reintroduced as a new
0: character? Is it literally just okay, Andy? Grab here a you new go. character and hop in and wherever. Hop in.
3: And all the different characters, it's it's a whole world map. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every character has a, spe- a specific starting point. So when my turn came around, I had a different character that went to their starting spot, and uh, I tried to okay, catch up to where everything okay, else
2: was. Okay, you lose all your items you collected, and trashed. all your items
3: get left behind where you died. Ah, so if you're so quick enough, you could run back to it. But of course, there are people near me, so they grabbed them. Of course, yeah. gotcha. Yeah.
2: I understand that philosophy. Yeah.
0: I like that. That's a board game. Yeah, but it has a bit of RPG to it.
3: Yep. You know, oh yeah, the, grab, the character, there's definitely stuff. some characters to it. I was I yeah. was my character that died was the handyman who had been. Working on a church and noticing people were disappearing and stuff, and decided he had to go deal with it. So, oh, oh, he was off. He wow, was off. yeah,
0: that's death in Lovecraft. Yeah, you don't
3: decide to go deal with it, right? And that's what <laughs> it was, Jesus. And that's what the game is. You're you're running around closing up portals and fighting monsters and trying oh, to trying to.
0: You know what? Uh, I think Little Shop of Magic had an advert video running talking about this. Because you're saying more and more that sounds familiar yeah. to me. And I saw this advert like two years ago.
3: It's not a simple side of game. It's one of those games of the billion little pieces. So, mm-hmm. But I didn't have to do that. That so sounds that good. cool.
2: Have yeah. you played Arkham Horror as well? Yeah. Didn't we play it one night?
3: Yeah. We, we, we attempted We started to, it. Yeah. yeah. I haven't played a full game of it. A nah. few have. Yeah. So how do they compare if you can remember? Uh, th- I'd say this is more fun. Okay. Yeah. Nice one. yeah, yeah. This is like jump in and jump out and. Yeah. I, I did not feel confused on it at all. It didn't, I mean, it was complex, but it wasn't so complex. I, I, assume I didn't feel it, stupid.
2: it works in the same way that there is kind of a doom clock that
3: over time the Eldritch Horror gets There's bigger. There's a doom clock, but there are things that make the doom clock bowl go, go the other direction, too. Sure. So you can actually slow the doom clock or move it backwards. Um, you were definitely playing the easy version. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> well, no, that, I mean, that's part of the gaming. Also, there are like eight different expansions, we were playing with one. We had the Antarctic expansion, so we went down. Gotta to have Antarctica. an Antarctic expansion. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: How you going to do Mountains of Madness? That's
3: absolutely we're doing.
2: <laughs> I'm excited Guillermo. for you. Yeah. That was Guillermo, fun. Guillermo, yeah. Make the movie. And then uh,
3: Sunday, we um, uh, Major Meh came by and we played a couple games of Legendary and we beat it. Oh wow! Twice. You guys are getting this thing down. Yeah. Well, well, Major Meh made the point. That
0: uh, three, three players is pretty optimal. It really does seem to be worse for you the more players there are. Or the fewer. Yeah. Because it, it makes sense. Every round that you play, stuff happens. And so more players means more stuff happens before it gets back to you. With three players, you can accumulate what you need to. And of course, fucking Major Matt. He just tacticalized and won both games handily. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I got some. Sh- I got some good shots in. Oh, I, did I, I, you? I, I, I what took. Whatever. I took out. I took out Red Skull once and. Red whatever. Oh, Nick Fury! Nick Red Fury! Skulls. Nick Fury twice.
2: Nick Fury. Yeah, there was. What? What? Yeah. You took out Red Skull and Nick Fury. We, we played games.
0: Civil War. Oh, okay. So okay. So at one point we were we were against Fury and the Avengers. That was fun. Oh, fun. Um, what else you do, gentlemen?
4: I went and did the Star Wars Secrets of the Empire at the Void Las Vegas. All right. This is the uh, point where... Wow. wow.
2: What the hell? I t- let you tell me the whole experience all the way from parking. No. The, what? This is the new VR... Experience. Experience, tourist yes. thing to do in
4: Vegas. Yes. Um, Star it Wars is licensed. Star Wars licensed. Yeah. Um, It is approximately $45 a person with tax and everything. However, if you are a local, there is a locals discount, so make sure you tell them when you walk up. Uh, The gentleman that I bought my tickets from. Was kind enough when I was doing their survey, and he found out I was a local. He's like, "I'm so sorry. I should have asked you up front." They refunded me the difference. Oh, how nice! But uh, as long as you tell them and show them your Nevada ID, you'll get the discount, which it's about thirty five dollars a person. All right. So, quite a bit of savings there. Yeah. Um, Almost so, ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, it is a fully immersive Star Wars experience. Literally, um, when you have bought your tickets they take you into a briefing room where you watch a short video tells you about what you're gonna do um you're going on a mission you're trying to find what is in this crate that is um the empire is trying to keep secret so you're going undercover as a stormtrooper. what's in the box exactly you're trying to find out what's in the box now you go into the prep area and they have a vest that's that you put on as well as a helmet so the vest is uh, basically it's a it's a tracker it uses all the different sensors in the room to put you spatially in the walkthrough area that you're going to be going to and it also maps the uh, uh, you know the cg stormtrooper outfit on you so that the other people in your group can see you as a stormtrooper that's cool so it's really cool um, so you get into the the vest they hook you up and everything you know the vest is a little a little heavy but it's oh. not so heavy that it's that you're just like, oh, my God, I can't walk. But it's enough that you notice it. Um, and as you, a
2: Stormtrooper, I imagine it yeah. has a little girth. Yeah,
4: it so. actually, to me, felt like, oh, yeah, this is what a Stormtrooper would feel like wearing all that equipment. And then you put the helmet on, the VR goggles. They help you get adjusted and everything. And then... How was the fidelity of the goggles? It was pretty good. It still has a li- just a tiny bit of that, what they call the screen door effect. But once you start, honestly, once you start getting into the, the action elements of it, you really dismiss it quickly. Okay. It really is immersive when I say immersive. I'm talking like temperature, smell. Oh, wow. You actually are doing walkthrough stuff as you're actually walking through stuff rather as this is going on. So it's not just you standing in one spot moving around like you have. Goals you have to get to. You you are in a room moving walking about. Yes. Um, and then there's other elements in the floor that give you, like, floors, walls, et so forth, that, that give you feedback, too, that you're like, whoa, I feel like I just stepped on this thing that I'm seeing in these VR goggles. And you can see the other members of your team. You can actually reach out and touch them. Oh, wow. um, at one point, you actually do get to pick up a blaster, and then you have to start shooting things. So that was a trip because... You walk up to this wall. You see this rack of blasters, and you pick the blaster up off oh. of this rack. Oh and, wow! And in your goggles, you're holding this blaster, and the hand that's it's mapped on your hand is using to charge it. You know, you pull the cock back to charge it, and then you're shooting. Wait, wait, what
2: are you pulling back? What'd you put up? What, what,
0: what, oh, I get a charge what, out of what? my
4: <laughs> cock being pulled back. I'll tell you. Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you charge it it up. Is it a physical object you're picking up? Yes, it is a a physical physical object. object. Yeah, his sock. Didn't you hear him? Oh yeah. It is physically (laughs) That's why it's so heavy. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the cool thing about this experience was for me, is that there are physical objects mapped into this virtual world and you're walking around and you're going from point to point and and you know, you have to kind of walk briskly in one of these spots that I hesitate to say (laughs) too much about it because you don't want to you give away the whole secrets of the empire. Uh, yes. for any way that After go the David
3: it. was it David Copperfield case? Are still any people
4: walk briskly in Las Vegas? Yeah, but uh, you know you got to because you're getting shot at. <laughs> you need you you have some to walk.
2: no. You need some no to get that one. <laughs> you you want to explain that? <laughs>
4: um, there was a court case here. It was David Copperfield right? Yes. Uh, yeah, it, was it Was David, David Copperfield. Copperfield somebody Uh, slipped and fell they were blaming them because they felt the guy they were being rushed too quickly etc in an amazing
3: illusion where they went out a back door and ran through some hallways and ran back to the front door that they can't ever do again because they've kind of screwed up the trick now because they had to explain it in the court case yeah (laughs)
2: the the one that was fouled up when i saw it because i saw someone's ass disappearing behind the curtain right right, when they pulled it open yeah you'll never have to see that again I can never unsee it.
3: Yeah, it's, it's been it's been destroyed by a uh, by a concussion and brain damage. Well,
4: but yeah, in this in this thing you get you and your team, you get you you're shooting at stormtroopers, you're trying to protect yourself. Oh yeah, Star uh, Wars. There's puzzles oh, yeah. you have to solve in there. I mean, all kinds of really cool stuff and like I said, you you really get immersed in it. Like uh you're on uh what the hell is it? Is it Mustafar, the one that was the the lava planet? Yeah, that's yeah. that's where so, Vader's yeah. Fortresses. So you're on Mustafar, and when Ooh, like nice. the door of your ship opens up, this blast of hot air hits you, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Nice. It, like I said, it's immersive. You you start feeling like I could kind of be here. You know, How, long this, it's How long is this experience? How long is it's thing? about thirty minutes total from beginning to end. That's wow. pretty good for 35 yeah, bucks. I, yeah. it feels a lot quicker. I mean, I had to I had to back look at my phone because I said, "No, yeah, we were in there half an hour." Because mm. it feels a lot shorter, and I think it's just because you're you're getting involved in it. Sure, and, but uh, so yeah, it was really awesome, and also because I was a local, they invited me to this event on Thursday in the afternoon. That they said they can't tell you anything about it, but it's a free event. We're testing out this new thing that we're going to be doing, so it's not just going to be Star Wars, perhaps going forward. They, I know they, they would also, have other.
2: I know they also have a Ghostbusters
4: one that, out there okay, somewhere. That could be what I'm going to be testing out because they did say it was. Hey, um, it could be a somewhat scary experience. So they said, "Are you okay with?" you know, like, say, haunted houses and stuff and horror films. So and I'm have, like, yeah, yeah. So you haven't done this yet. When is it happening? This Thursday. This is happening this Thursday. So if I'm allowed to talk about it, I'll talk about it on the show next week. All right. Well, didn't you just fuck up the NDA? <laughs> no, I didn't sign anything. That's, that's the oh. whole point. <laughs> now, if, Suckers. Cause, well, like I said, he had to be intentionally vague about it to see if I was interested. But he had to cover the, you know, the checklist that's and stuff. That's cool. Like, make sure this person doesn't have... You know,
0: Jeff's living the life. Yeah. Unchecked
4: high blood pressure, blah blah blah. You know all the little health oh. concerns that you would Uh-oh. have. It, no, his is checked. His unchecked high <laughs> blood pressure. His, I'm, his is very I'm medicated. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so if I get to go to this uh, this one on on th- Thursday, or I should Does say I am going to go to that high
0: number. blood pressure. But says I don't take meds. I just walk <laughs> around with 200 over 150 um, all day.
4: Yes, there are <laughs> certain people that think that there's naturopathic. Um, remedies that will take care of that, and mm. they usually end up dying catch from some a, kind of an aneurysm. So. Catch me
3: in a week or two if my meds wear, and I wear out. And I don't mind buy, buy the new ones. We'll you find know, out I, <laughs> Jesus, you
0: you always scare me, and <laughs> my life depends on you now. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs>
3: take take care of this man. All uh, the more reason you just... should give me the cat medication. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, Kit. It was weird. I came home from Toro today, and Kit's all meh. He's following me around. So I put him up on my bed to say hello. And he stumbles. And I'm like, oh, the bed's a little soft and everything. So I scritch his head. And we, and then I put him down. And I'm like, all right. And I go to the bathroom. I come out. He's there waiting for me. Let's go down the stairs. And he's ka-dump, ka-dump, dump And I'm like, what the hell? And he's favoring one leg. Oh. And so I pick him up. I'm like checking out his paw. I found a little clot of... Of, of like kitty litter there. I pulled it out. I'm like, and you know, my cactus right in the oh, backyard. Yes. I'm like, fuck, he got a burr. Nope. I'm, I'm testing all the pads and he's not thrilled with me, but he's not reacting violently. So it's not the pads. I'm like, i <laughs> <laughs> I check the, his, his, I guess it's, is it wrist penis for the oh. front? the joint. Wow.
4: Did, you know for a minute there, joint. I thought Andy
3: was talking. <laughs> he didn't say barb penis.
0: Yeah, that's true. That that's the giveaway. Yeah. So I uh, checked his wrist, and he wasn't too keen on that. But Can't hear you. It was it was really funny? He uh, he just was favoring it. Now I'm slowly saving up money. I went and got the prices for everything to start off, you know, at, with a vet visit, right? Including getting him neutered and stuff. And uh, I'm saving up the money for you know planning in two weeks. But I was like, well, shit, let's give him a call. And they were like bring him over now so i brought him over and uh, uh i had to run the pet smart and buy a cat carrier
3: which oh. is it's a really tight fit oh and uh i wish i'd which i'd known. we just got one for frankie's cat but then oh, i have to well, run across you, town yeah, and that no, work. Yeah. I, I,
0: I had 10 minutes yeah. i ran in there grabbed this thing and ran home and took a shower and then i brought him to the I, I
3: think that cat carrier may have something wrong with it you have to bring him back every receipt right uh yeah <laughs> maybe I,
0: it is a tight fit i actually asked the vet is this too small for him and he's like eh, it's a short car ride to your house right <laughs> and i'm like yeah and he's like yeah don't take him on on any long trips with that he won't like that you, it was, you it, bought a hamster carrier didn't you it? it's <laughs> funny
4: <laughs> hamster uh, balls are what he bought yeah him. so they have, um, they could have, have like
3: pretty big balls. You can put like, they certainly do. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. couldn't well, have Kit up on this. Yeah. I mean, the Kit again.
0: God, when Kit's walking away from you, that's like a big hairy eye of Cthulhu <laughs> just staring into your soul. <laughs> It it it's nightmarish. It's just do not
3: stare directly to the cat ass. It will do you no good, dude. It's yeah, no good will come it's, of it's that.
0: It's horrible. It's wow. You stare into the abyss, and
3: so it's like the eye
0: of kind Sauron. Of the abyss back stares at back. You. What? So it's like the eye of Sauron.
4: Uh, Sorta, of, but it's, it's abyss dark. Winks, winks back at you. I have yeah, meow on. Yeah.
0: God, if it was the eye of Sauron, I'd need to get him to the vet even earlier. It's like, <laughs> Wow, doc, give him a shot. Put this fire out. But um, he just. He's because he's he's an intact male. Mm-hmm. That's the medical term. Oh, okay. So because he's an intact tail, and he goes out intact tail. Yeah, intact it, male. And, and, intact and Frankie tail. Frankie had not heard Ooh. that term either.
3: When when we went to get her, cat, there was there were signs about the intact the intact animals, uh-huh. and they're like, are they selling like three legged cats and stuff?
0: You <laughs> see <laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> little cat with a pig leg. <laughs> <laughs> um. He's the one that yeah. loves her. But he, he, he's like, he's thinking that he got into some scraps, and uh, he's starting to feel it. The scar on his
3: nose might be a hint.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that scar's a, a week old. Mm. So th- he just started limping today. And in fact, he was not limping this morning, so.
2: So he's joined Cat Fight Club.
0: Uh, probably. something <laughs> like that. You're not supposed to First talk role. about that. Yeah. I am
2: not a member. Oh, wow. Pussy.
0: That's a good point. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, <sighs> trash bagging. Welcome, so, to, uh, welcome to cat shock. <laughs> so, um, Poor yeah, cat. so I, I got, I, I, he gave me these liquid meds, thank okay. goodness. So I don't have to worry about pills and they gave, they showed me how to give him the meds. Uh, they gave him the pain meds at the, the, uh, vet place. And when I got home, he was already starting to get a little tired and I took him out and he's like going to the door I want to go out I want and it's like you you limp to the door you're not going out and I sat down and I'm going over some notes and stuff tabulating my finances cuz of a vet visit and he goes on a little bed spot I have set up for him and he, he goes to sleep and then later on before I leave he kind of wakes up and I'm saying goodbye and he gets all weird playful it was funny he's like grabbing my arm and he's like Trying to bite at my wrist, and he's got the ears back, and that you know that you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I am so looking forward to trying this cat. <laughs> <Sinner. laughs> I told Andy this story, and he just wants. It, it's funny because it's it's a liquid, so you got a syringe okay. to. And Andy's Andy's ready to rock. He's, syringe me up, baby. He's going to get that dirty needle and just. <laughs> That's a long explanation for what Andy's reference was. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, doctor thinks he'll be fine. He didn't feel any broken bones or anything. That's but good. It was, just, it was funny because it was just like, oh, Kit, why now? Ooh. Two more weeks. But now it's like, I bet I better move. You're moving. I better move and uh, quickly on getting him snipped because oh. uh,
2: that's, that's that's gonna he's,
0: add he's, to the
3: fights. He's gonna he's oh, that's gonna. that's the whole source of the fights yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. So he's gotta fight for his bitches. Yeah. Got a few weeks those, there, kit. Go the, to it.
0: Those sluts who mm. keep coming around. The uh black cat and
3: the uh what do you call the other one? The tuxedo, the tuxedo cat. Tuxedo you cat. named it. You named, I named it. Tuxedo Cat. You named today? Tuxedo Cat. Oh, okay, good for me. Yeah. I'm smart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I
3: asked him what
0: uh what what breed is he? What is he? And the doctor's like, well, if he was a dog, we'd call him a mutt. That's
3: exactly what I was thinking. Yeah.
0: But we were very nice to cats, so he's like so we say domestic short hair.
3: Mm. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Hey. All right. I'm a domestic short hair. Give me the cat drugs. <laughs> God. <coughs> wow. I don't even want to know
0: how you become a I'm a domestic oh, cat that, that short hair. That explains all that crashing around in the
3: bathroom the other day. And the cat toys. Yeah. I don't know. You know, there is another Vegas cat podcast called the Meowster Podcat Podcast that's out there. So, you know, if you want to hear more more Vegas cat news, Meowster Podcast. You heard it here, folks. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's a real podcast.
0: I already I already I, I already I got a little bit of business about cat pictures on shock monkeys layer, so I stopped. I just post Aww. them on my regular feed now. So but Really? Uh, Who gave you crap? Uh, never you mind. Know. We'll get back to that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't me. I
2: have a few guesses.
0: <laughs> no, it no. wasn't me. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: no, no, no. Um, so, yeah, that's the kit news for the week. All mm, right. Okay, right. Um, I, I
2: started playing the game that Matt really wants to play, the one he wants to buy the PS4 for, the Detroit Become Human. That he uh, mentioned oh, out. yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's a David Cage joint. If you're not familiar with his work, uh, he's known for Heavy Rain. Uh, Beyond Two Souls he did both of those for PS3 this is his first for PS4 he's known for making long interactive movies is what he does they're almost choose your own adventure slash Dragon's Lair-esque but with an actual full deep story so Hmm. expect uh, long cut scenes with a little bit of interaction as far as Joystick movements here or there to feel like you're doing part of the things with it. Uh, Choices that actually affect the story. You can actually, characters can die, and the story continues on without them in some regard. And you are playing multiple characters. The whole thing takes place, I think, in 2038. Uh, Androids are a real thing. And unemployment is up to 35% because androids are taking over a lot of the work.
4: They took your job. Pretty much
2: and you play yeah but you
3: weren't going to pick those vegetables yourself
2: and you play four different androids in the game uh b d b d b three uh way to go buck the there's a problem with the androids that they are break starting to break their programming and becoming emotional and self, self think, self-aware self-aware oh
0: they're becoming women
2: oh get, jesus get, Christ. Out. get out get out get out
3: <laughs> You just broke Mandy's heart right now. No <laughs> more Murray Langston jokes before the podcast. Yeah, you, man. but
0: you know how much I've gone up in Jake's estimation? Oh,
2: yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like that's where you want to go.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. In the morning, I'm going to look in the mirror and just cry.
2: But it was worth the, the look on your guys' faces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you're playing three of the androids that break their programming and an android that is working with the police to hunt deviant androids. So it's Blade Runner. Yeah.
3: Okay. Cool. Yeah, wow, David, Andy. Da- just, just- David Cage's Blade Runner. David Cage's Blade
2: He does a really good job of telling a story. Yeah. I'm probably about four or five hours into this. I have no idea how long it is. One interesting thing is at the end of every chapter, it shows you all the choices that you made. And it also blanks out areas where choices could have deviated to show you that these are the areas that the game would have changed if you would have done something different here. Hmm. And then it also shows you what percentage of people that play the game, either worldwide or your friends that play the game, what percentage of them chose the same ones or which ways they went. Wow. So that's kind of a fun feature. Telltale games do that as well. Hmm. Uh, th- if you enjoy Telltale games, this is the next three levels ahead of Telltale. Okay. Telltale is small stories. This tells one long, massive mini series of it. I understand why he's interested in it now. I'm kind of yeah. interested in... Yeah, it's it's basically a Netflix series that you play mm. and you affect the outcome of.
0: Wow, talk about binge watching mm. Yeah
2: That's
0: So nice.
2: I'll, I'll see how far I'm sure I'll finish it off I've finished the last one And I enjoyed the last one a lot Beyond Two Souls was really affecting story in some places It was emotionally affecting And so I haven't hit that on this one yet But I can see it's heading in those directions uh, Cage can tell a decent tale in video games but, uh, but if you haven't enjoyed Cage's work in the past You're probably not going to enjoy this one all that much either It's the same kind of style of gameplay Hmm. But if you've never played Cage... Give it a shot. Sounds like it. It's an sounds interactive movie, and if androids in 2038 sound fun, yeah, it's good so hmm. far. Uh, cool. 2038,
0: I was going to make a Trump's uh, still president joke, and then a <laughs> story started coagulating in my head. Oh, right. So,
3: TM, everybody. Hmm. <laughs> It's Baron Trump in twenty thirty eight.
4: Yes. So it's a more Baron modern Trump. version of the Watchmen, just involving androids. Is that the elevator pitch?
2: I don't think you should expound on this at all. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Jeff just just Slyly gets me to reveal yeah. it all, in yeah.
2: which which does bring me up to a whole different tangent. Uh oh. About this uh, Lindelof Watchmen show that's being made for HBO. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and apparently, it's not the Watchmen.
3: It's set it's, in the same world, and it's not the same characters from Watchmen.
2: Right, and it takes place later afterwards and focuses on non-powered people, my understanding. That's what I'm
4: getting so mm. far. I'm okay. Like, I'm
2: like, why, why am I going to watch The Watchmen that isn't The Watchmen?
4: That isn't, that's, yeah, I with, guess, with Don Johnson. I guess the answer is nobody mm. watches The Watchmen. <laughs> oh. oh! Hey! hey. 80s hey. Jeff PR firm. <laughs> that's good. Their first movie... <laughs> trailer <laughs> first movie review <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's their teaser
3: <laughs> well it's not that Wait, far. That, we'll that could, be, yeah.
4: could be my new movie review format on 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 youtube <laughs> who watches the watchman no one the the end <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 80s jeff blurbs 80s jeff's three second hot takes <laughs> tm <laughs> smart, smart gesture. <laughs> Tagline. <Tags>. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Oh my god, I love that so much. We watched uh, movie Bob's um, comment on Solo's box office.
2: I still haven't seen that one yet.
4: Uh, yeah,
0: it's it's great. Okay, it's great. And he does a hot take on on everybody raving. Wow, well, see, we were right and you. And uh, he does a nice takedown. And
3: deconstruction of he that does like a thirty second parody of every YouTube star ever. Yeah, he yeah. does. A, he does a reviews.
0: great. He does a great. I mean, as opposed to the video you're going to see, which is something like this, and then he, yeah, he just it's and it's funny because he really does sum up all of these YouTuber uh, appropriately
4: condensed down into yes. a few a few quick sentences. Distillated.
0: <laughs> Distilled into its uh, wild very, motion catchphrase. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, then he then he does a nice explanation of why no one should have expected Solo to do do incredible numbers, but he does
3: he doesn't do it in the whole eh,
0: SJW, not my Star
3: Wars type of thing. Mm-hmm. So we I like a little it. peek behind the curtain on Movie Bob this week when you're watching something. I was was it this week? Or, well, at some point we're watching you, Movie you look Bob behind the TV. Yes, exactly, and then apparently it's this wires back there. um no, there was this uh, he was doing his whole ba, and then he repeated himself the exact same line and realized that, well, of course, he records that whole thing in snippets and ties it all together, but yeah. you know this it was just oh, there it is. oh
0: yeah the, yeah it was it was like one sentence, yeah. and he just zip, zip, and it, I'm like, I look at Andy,
3: and Andy's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did hear that. that. That wasn't a stroke. We both heard that. Uh, yeah, unless mm. we're synchronized stroking. No, oh, well, which happens when guys move to live
4: together. That's yeah. true. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to hear uh. about anything of you guys synchronized stroking.
0: <laughs> oh man, Andy just killed furry Cthulhu eye for the episode title: <laughs> Synchronized Stroking.
2: Stroking, stroking, <laughs> 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 Clarence Carter. I make love to Anything else you do, gentlemen?
0: I ah, yes. we, we talked about a year, like a year ago or something. Uh, the the Hanna Barbera DC crossover Future Quest yes. comics. Right. I actually bought um, the the first Birdman and the two Herculoids and. Uh, it was actually pretty good They took it seriously And the art was pretty nice I, Was it Birdman proper Or Harvey Birdman No, no, Birdman, Birdman. proper oh, Okay, just checking And I think I'm pretty I sure Because I would have been happy with either To be I, honest Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure That it was Steve Root uh, Doing the art for it um, What? Uh-oh Andy's upset No, carry on Oh, okay Fact check me? Yeah, I'm Um I think something But never mind Oh okay. Uh oh. The artist was just rude. Is that is that what? It was? Okay. But um, the uh, I like the I kind of like the story, and I I can't figure out if they're doing individual series or.
3: I'm wrong. Carry on. Oh, you're okay. All right. Wow. I'll just. I stopped it. myself before I said something stupid and I oh, it. Oh, okay. I fact checked myself before I said something wrong. Oh, all right. right. Don't you mean this? Nope. You were right carry on <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah it
0: was kind of surprising and it wasn't like a dc character show up i think it's building towards something and like maybe space ghost meets up with someone or something but these stories were just the Birdman in his universe and uh the <clears throat> the herculoids in theirs. so that was that was i was actually i was actually kind of impressed Hmm. I mean, you know, I had super low
3: expectations, but... I want to take a look at the Hercules Was my jam back in the day. That was, oh, that was the one I watched I, on Saturday morning.
0: I want, to, I want somebody to do a fucking Hercules movie. Little, Boy, they little. do it right. It would just be awesome. Talk about new franchise. Mm. That, would, that would crush.
4: What about Thunder the Barbarian?
0: That too. What, what, there's only one? Yes, There only can one. only
4: be one, Jeff? No, I just, you, you they said the other two. I was just waiting for, for Thundar to, to oh, make I it. Oh, I see. Well, Herculo, well I, Herculoids
3: predates Thundar by, like, 12 yeah. years.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even, maybe Damn. even,
0: yeah, something like that. Well, yeah, and I'm on the record on Thundar. Everybody
3: knows. Everybody mm-hmm. knows. But, you know, I got to pimp Herculoids a little more. Oh, man. Luke the the cars, cosplay. I'd love to see that. Oh, dude! You know, don't uh, dream uh, Igu, it, Igu. I just want to see when, Igu.
0: S- oh, when Scott grabs Igu. some foam and starts starts uh, carving up, uh, shaping an, an Igu cosplay. Nah. You know? Don't dream it. Yeah,
3: yeah. B-E-N. Yeah. Um, speaking of Scott, there was a uh, he posted some pictures on his Facebook of uh, the costume as it's coming along. Oof. It's insane. What's he working on? Uh, or can we say? No, it's one of your things. It's he's a, doing a Warhammer thing? He's doing a Warhammer yeah, thing. Yeah. He does I good don't Warhammer. I have no idea what it is. What is it? I, 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 you I, keep talking. I'll find the picture. Okay, I don't you, know.
0: It's, it's got
4: a skull. And they all have skulls. <laughs> I'd be amazed if it didn't have a skull. Wait, wait, wait. So it's Warhammer... But there's no skulls? It's not Warhammer. There you go. Oh, wow. Games Workshop
2: sells just a box of skulls for your models if you want. Nice, And not just human skulls. All sorts of great creature skulls. Why doesn't that surprise you? You're serious? Yeah. This is a real thing. That's
0: hilarious. Box of skulls. 25 bucks. Now I like my joke even more.
4: There we Hmm. go.
3: That's the picture of it.
0: He hasn't finished it yet. He hasn't finished it, but
2: damn, he's looking good. yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
3: Yeah, what is that? It's- That's what she said. The detail on it's insane. I've seen it in person, <laughs> and it's just... Yeah, I'll walk, up, I'll walk up and go, this isn't done yet. I'm like, why? Why is that not
2: done? What do you have left to yeah, do with that? I, I'm looking at it going, this looks finished to me. He's yeah. missed, this I is the beauty
4: the of that, doing that joke right now, Kirsten, because Todd is totally distracted. He totally missed it. Yep. Mm. Yep. He's Perfect like, timing. Yep. <laughs> do you have any to do with this? I don't, I don't know. I, I, it
2: I, looks like a chaos space marine of some sort, mm. but I can't identify it. I'm not deep enough in the Warhammer to know the nuances of the various yeah. marines.
0: Where's Maple Leaf when you need it? Yeah. Right?
2: He could identify that in a moment. But awesome work. Yeah. Awesome yeah. work.
3: Yeah, great. It, it, Scott is... I'm glad
2: you could s- see it too. He's
3: listeners. insane. Oh, no power pack, no midways yet. That, everything else is ready. That's just, That, cor- that needs to fix. Oh, okay. And there's also this picture of his space pants. You need space pants. Space, space
4: yeah. pants. <laughs> he, he, he
3: does <laughs> it. He, he quotes it. I say space, you,
4: you say, say Pants. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> god bless is, Dink. Oh, it I, was so god. That bit was so goddamn funny. Not because it was written funny, but no. his total yes. commitment to god it. Damn it! All the way to the end, even when some of the other actors were starting to break, yeah. and he's just totally deadpan serious. Jesus Christ! Space pants! What a, what a king!
0: <laughs> I here's a, a a quick. No, it's not gonna be quick. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> I, I worked say, at Toro. Today, um, occupational therapy students, <clears throat> they were practicing their interview skills and assessment, and I was playing a schizophrenic. All right. So, no, you weren't. Uh, <laughs> yes, I was. No, I wasn't. Yes, um, I was. No, I wasn't. And uh, this one guy, he was trying to draw me out and, and talk to me about stuff, so we were allowed to, to really be loose with our backstory, because it was really about them interviewing, not about getting specific info and so i i was like oh i really like marvel movies and so we got to talking about marvel movies and it was so damn funny because we were talking about infinity war and what was your favorite part and then i meant and and i'm like oh the guy from game of thrones who came in and he's like
3: yeah i know he was a giant that was so amazing and <laughs> it, it was just funny this student S- and i so did he It was a diagnosis nerd <laughs> Yeah! Oh my God! That that's
0: like a TV series. Yes. Diagnosis nerd. Nerd. (laughs) Tm.
4: Ah. There's your title. Jeff finally heard it. There's your title. I heard it, but it just started singing, and I'm like, that's.
2: Okay, so that was that story. The Geek Shock Book Club is work, uh, working, is reading The Long Walk by Richard Bachman. No, no, that's
3: work. <laughs> Boom! A.K.A. A- 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 Stephen King. In your oh. face, Richard Bachman.
2: And uh, we start talking about it on the 8th on the Facebook page, so we will open it up then, but I will say it's nice to do a shorter book. Now, this, is, this, it, this month. is it shorter or is it longer? There's like
0: controversy on the internet discussing this.
2: Uh, they did a printed version. Uh, my understanding: the printed version has uh, larger font, so it makes for a longer book if you're reading it that way. All right, uh, but the original version's only like it's. I think it's like 200 pages. Or okay,
0: so the the seniors
2: edition is uh, <laughs> is bigger, <All laughs> but, right. but I think the printed edition that they did is like 300 pages. Mm-hmm. So, but it's still the
0: <clears throat> interior illustrations
3: that'll add to page count.
2: Uh no. Oh, None. Never mind. None on this one. Fuck that.
3: But uh, Comic Sans font, that'll make it bigger, too. Yes, Mm. yes. And
2: more presidential, apparently. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) All right, gentlemen, let's do a little bit of email. Uh, This one's uh, quick. Hey. Hey, that was quick. Yeah, right? Wow. What do you guys think about the series Lex? That's from
4: Verminius Coot.
3: What do you think about Lex? I think I've never seen it. It's an
4: odd TV show. I've heard about it.
0: But yeah, I haven't seen it.
2: It was a sexy sci-fi show, right? Yeah, For the science fiction channel.
4: Yeah, it's oh, like I, a, think I remember it now. Okay, yeah, it's, it's some, some kind of European ago. co-production. Um, yeah, it's it. I always found the storyline hard to follow because there's sexy. There's this assassin that's an that's undead, and there's a certain type of. Substance that can actually reanimate him, but they keep this him. This is from Wicked Pictures, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like the badass of the show, and then they have this uh, former sex slave that is like the. Co- not your case. The co-captain. Of, I'm telling you, it's a weird series. <laughs> no, actually, I
0: I know about it, and everything you're saying is familiar. So yeah, but it, it's, it sounds like it, a porn. You're not wrong. It's, it's L E. XX. Triple X
3: or double X? I think it's just two double X's, X? but I could be wrong. Oh, it's no. only double X. Yeah, I don't want to see it. Triple X is the it. vivid version. Yeah, fuck well, that. Yeah, that explains because they in, in the X movies, they went from X to triple X. There is no double X, so double X is open there for the... Uh, ah,
4: yeah. they didn't have to worry about the trademark. No. Yeah, and then there's this <laughs> former worker that, like, accidentally destroys planets with because the lex is like supposed to be the universe's most powerful weapon it's slash starship slash living entity
3: i assumed it was a title character isn't it yeah. Yeah, is the, or isn't yeah yeah the it?
4: the ship is called the lex oh and it, it it's a living ship but it's also like the universe's most powerful weapon like it can destroy planets very easily so it, yeah like i said it's a really bizarre series hmm. um i won't say that i hated it but i didn't have a whole lot of love for it either because things that think, to me, I'm things thinking that of I. of weird point. ways
2: to power the living ship. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still in Wicked Picture Land. Right, in my well, head. Right. Sync- synchronized it, it, stroking.
4: It's It eats the remains Heroic. of the planet and that's how it survives. All right. when it Wait, I, when mean, it I saw that Star Trek yeah. episode. Yeah, exactly. God damn it. Exactly. You've seen it. you've seen it
3: every time Vernon comes over. <laughs> It's that episode of Star Trek and Jaws over oh, and over and over. Dude, and over. dude William Wyndham like is Man. the shit.
4: That does remind me. We need to have an intervention with you and Vernon about watching the exact same thing over and over and over <laughs> and over again. Hey, we've got our playlist. Of two things?
0: No. We also watch Star Wars. We'll watch Empire Strikes Back. Oh, okay.
3: Aliens. Alien. Because the couple of times
4: Predator. I've hung out with you two guys... That was exactly what he said. Jaws well, and uh, I have never Doom seen to watch
3: Alien or Predator, well, and ma- you and you stared at me like a monkey. I was a monkey doing a math problem when I tried to suggest <laughs> Kelly's hero. <laughs> oh wow!
0: Well, yeah, because <laughs> Alien, Predator, Aliens, Kelly's heroes—you can see the chain. Jaws, manly movie,
2: manly. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I know it has a huge cult following, Lex. It's amazing how he keeps. I'm just, just not one right of
2: them. Up. Bass, why do we keep him on the show? We keep—he's the one that keeps us on board.
4: I keep this train on the track, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Conductor Jeff.
2: So you're the only one of us that has seen Lex, obviously. So
4: I think Matt mentioned he had seen it once before, but since he's not here well, to corroborate that story, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to go with what I said. Yeah, it right. describes and it him a, a, a text.
3: tale of a group of misfits who inadvertently steals the most powerful weapon of destruction in, in the two universes. Oh, they accidentally steal this yes. ship. Yes.
4: Well, of course. See, so you don't I'm, just
0: give that kind of it. ship oh. to misfits.
4: Well, you, you might. <laughs> and you know, I'm honestly <laughs> remember, uh, amazed that I remembered as much as I did about it, yeah. considering it's probably been more than a decade since I've seen an episode? Well, I'm curious now. I wonder if it's on anything. We can watch it. And, uh, maybe Amazon Prime. You
3: know, get, get, get back to me after you've seen a few episodes. Firminius mm. <clears> Coot. <throat> uh, I hope that
2: helps. It probably doesn't, but that's That's how many of us, that's what we think about Lex.
3: There you go. Jeff thinks it's weird.
2: Sexy. I think it's sexy, yeah.
0: I yeah. think it's intriguing. I, I, I'm i going to go to Deja Vu tomorrow and see if it's on the shelf. <laughs>
4: Apparently you can watch it on Amazon video I got uh-huh. that. I Don't know if it's free with Prime or if it's pay, but it's oh, listed here. Oh mm-hmm. Jeff, mm-hmm. thank you very wow. I guess I could find out in a second. Go no, ahead. No,
0: that's no.
2: News you don't give a shit about yay! Yeah Why do
3: you yay for that you monster?
0: Because you're in pain. Oh, it's schadenfreude. Fair enough.
3: Okay, all right
2: <laughs> The reboot of The Crow has lost its director and star
4: yeah. Uh, again. Not to uh, a gun yeah, shot, I was though, say, Again, on. right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Just months after the film was finally given a 2019 release date, director Corin Hardy and star Jason Momoa have reportedly withdrawn from the production, according to Deadline. Hardy and Momoa left the film Thursday morning over creative and financial differences. Unquote. Both of them? Yeah. With, with each other or with who? With financier Samuel Hadida just weeks before the film was set to begin filming in Budapest. Mm. Uh, The Deadline Report also notes that Sony was close to exiting as distributor for the picture, even as Hardy was already well into pre-production. Wow. uh, The movie no one really wanted is set back again.
3: Yeah. Maybe for good this time. Surprise, surprise. That's deeply into news I don't give a shit about. Yeah.
4: Mm -hmm. And here's more news you don't give a shit about. I'm intrigued by watching the dumpster fire, but yeah. Lex is available free with Prime ah. on Amazon Video. There All you go. There right. yeah, so, no, no you go, If you have Prime, that. new binge watch. You can you can share pilot, my at pain at how bizarre this thing is. The pilot, I watch, think I think that's pilot. the w- the redheaded woman. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, tell me how sexy it is. There's three red-headed. different actresses that play the same character. What? Yeah, on the same like on the same episode? No. Oh, in the series. Oh, oh they, over they, time they yes. Darren in it. They have a way around it. It's not as it's not as cool as like with the doctor and regenerating. But oh, it's, the Imaginarium it. Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I know you're talking about Doctor Parnassus. I just yeah
3: yeah. yeah but am I the I, only one who saw that thing? I saw it. Yeah, I, just, I saw
4: it. I I shut it off after a while because it was just getting too too bizarre. Two for me piece to together from dead actors. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to Gilliam doing the best he can. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ouch.
4: No, wow. I wouldn't even say that. It was just, it was Gilliam being Gilliam only to the extreme. Extreme Gilliam. <laughs> 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 title of your your band. Wow. All right. Uh, st- uh, I stole it from yeah. you. There, he's, he's, hey. on, the, he's he, on the.
3: You threw me so off with the. So off of the band that I get that I'm not like wow. Band uh, name. Extreme Gillian is band my uh, Aquabats cover band. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that one.
2: News <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't give a shit about. According to Variety, the parent company of MoviePass uh, Helios and Matheson Analytics has acquired the exclusive option to buy Emmett Furla Oasis Films. The production company started in 1998 and has produced more than 80 films, including hits like Day of the Dead, the remake of The Wicker Man, Escape Plan, Lone Survivor, and End of Watch. If the cash and stock deal go through, MoviePass Films will become a reality, with Helios and Matheson owning 51% of the new company. Uh, MoviePass Films will obtain EFO Films' entire library and take over the current slate of films in development and production. And in a statement, MoviePass CEO Mitch Lowe noted that the company's move into content has always been a part of the plan. Quote, since we've begun disrupting the movie industry with our unprecedented low-cost movie theater subscription service, MoviePass, we have envisioned owning and developing our own studio content and using the power of our several million subscribers to bolster the success of the box office of our films. I believe MoviePass Films will accelerate these efforts and demonstrate the power of MoviePass to drive movie theater attendance and downstream sales for benefit of moviegoers, movie theaters, studios, and the film and entertainment ecosystem as a whole. Bring
4: back repeat viewing. (laughs) Well, now we know... uh how they're going to try to generate a profit then, because mm. uh, I was just reading an article the other day on Forbes about how uh, a lot of uh, financial analysts are saying that their structure for the the uh, movie tickets was unsustainable and that they could be broke within a year. Yeah. So. Really? So,
0: yeah. $10 a month, see all the movies you want, and they cover the cost. Yeah. I, I don't see how that happens. Right? <laughs> <laughs> It
4: was weird. Not and, to mention, like they took away the like the movie a day thing, and people threw a fit. And then yeah, they brought it back and, and but, repeat viewing. But now they're gonna take it away again. I don't know. It's crazy. Wow. It's, oh.
2: And and with the studio that did the remake of The Wicker Man, you can't lose,
4: right? Yeah.
3: Can they pick up the uh, studio that makes all the knockoff movies that are? Asylum Pictures, yeah, is
4: that the one I'm thinking of? Oh, that's the what you're made, thinking of. The
3: knockoff movies that come out right about the same time as a big hit, yeah, yes,
4: like Transmorphers yes. and um... uh, the gentleman oh, that God. owns
2: the movie Monster Museum in Boulder City. Uh, his effects work is for Asylum Pictures, of course it is. Really? <laughs> yes. Interesting. And he worked on, I believe, the last two Puppet Master movies. Mm. Not the one that's coming up. The next one coming up is uh, from Fangoria Pictures. So, mm. you don't give a shit about. <laughs> Paramount is planning to make a movie based on that toy that lets you mold your own plastic spiders, snakes, and lizards. Thing maker? The studio has acquired the film rights to Creepy Crawler's toy brand from huh. Jack Pacific. Both wow. companies have announced Jack's Chairman and CEO Stephen Berman will executive produce the film. Although we don't know what the plot for the movie will be, it's apparently going to be based on the toy molds for Bugs. Uh, Berman said in a statement that Paramount and Jax, quote, envision the property to be developed into a family adventure film in the vein of Jumanji, unquote. Creepy Crawlers was originally developed by Mattel in the early 1960s, then revived by Toymax in the 1990s. Jax is now the owner of this long-lasting
3: Toy. This okay, is, I'm not out of my mind. Creepy Crawlers yes. was something you made with Thingmaker. Yes. Thingmaker was the thing you baked the Creepy Crawlers in. Right,
2: they kind of rebranded it later on in the 90s just to be Creepy Crawlers. But but yes, Thingmaker was.
3: Uh, a hot, hot plate for children.
2: Yes, you, you put the liquid in there and you, and you heated it up and then it cooled and you had mm. a gel. Yes. Gel spider.
3: Yeah, it was. They're making of, a movie sort of a on rubber that. spider. wasn't really gel. Was it oh, rubber? Oh, it was not rubber. No. I, you know
2: how I know? I know because my brother had this, and we made creepy crawlers, and I put them in my parents' bed, and I got a hiding of my life because they melted under the pillow.
3: It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. You, you didn't cook them enough.
0: You didn't get, get beat because of the
4: the, the creepy crawlers, <laughs> the goo. Yeah, I got Wait, was it a whooping? It was a whooping. I have it, to it, assume like it, they, they changed. actually called it a whooping. Th- this was in the
2: 70s, so...
3: They hadn't changed was that okay. much by that time. Yeah, I, I was doing it in the late 60s. It was I what I remember about those things is well uh, I remember being very rubbery. I remember them being Oh yeah, when I put them under the pillow, they were very rubbery. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also remember that it was really difficult to put the stupid hot metal plate with goo in it into the thing with the little I don't know what it was like story a story of your life. It was like a <laughs> That's
0: what she said. <laughs>
3: It was like like reverse pliers, kind of like it was like the little handle you put.
4: Well, that's what she said. <laughs> title of your sex tape. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I've heard of scissoring, but I've never heard of how, reverse <laughs> pliers. All right. All right, so you've got <laughs> the
4: reverse plier. Uh, <laughs> Fifty-eight, so fifty-nine, got, sixty, sixty-one. You've got, 62, got the goo in, in the little. Molds. Oh, here it is, number sixty-three.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead with the goo. You've got <laughs> the goo
4: in, and you've got the goo in the little molds. All right. And then you, you
3: <laughs> how am gonna this- go
4: get you a shovel, Andy. <laughs> no, you, I'm, I'm you, gonna get to the you, bottom right of Right now, you're just digging with your hands. No, <laughs> guys, be
2: quiet. I'm learning how to reverse plier. Go ahead,
0: Andy.
3: <laughs> it's, it's. I'll go into this later. It's familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because Todd definitely wants to hear this
0: no. off air. <laughs> um.
3: <laughs> you you had this toy you yes. put the little drops into the mold and you have a tray yes. with goo in it yes in your version of the toy how did you move that tray with liquid into the hot plate
2: i was like five i don't remember
3: my brother did most it. okay that's the important thing you're picking up a metal plate and drop it into a hot plate with your little five-year-old fingers Yeah?
2: I'm guessing by the 70s they probably made it a little safer than your version. Yeah. (laughs) I certainly don't remember any reverse pliers. I think at some point we're going to find
0: out Andy has buried memories of being a testing child (laughs) in a. (laughs) And and toy companies oh, were a,
4: a toy tester in the yeah, yeah in the factory they're like, okay, yeah. we need to see what you can do with this Psst, thing. Oh, burning hands, okay, we'll have to fix that. <laughs> no no no. In his case he had a burnt down the whole factory. Yeah, well, and they're like, true. well, I guess that needs to be redesigned.
2: <laughs> Weekend gig! <Geek>. Yay! <laughs> Jamie Foxx reportedly has agreed to anchor a planned movie trilogy based on the spawn comics series playing the title role in the lower budget Todd McFarlane directed reboot of the character from Bloomhouse Productions. A lot of names involved there. Didn't realize Bloomhouse was a part of this whole spawn thing.
4: He's been doing a lot of like co-production stuff. Like Fox or McFarlane. Uh Bloomhouse. Oh, okay. <laughs> like like I I've seen it pop up in like um, Dude, of Bloom movie house credits. Bloomhouse is everywhere. If it's a
2: horror movie, but see that's the Bloom thing. It, was, it wasn't.
4: A, it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't horror movie. It's just like you know, uh, Bloom House production, co-production, editor, etc. In the credits, huh. and it was like one of those things. Like you blink and you miss it. It's like what ah. did that just say? So it wasn't
2: that that whole haunted house. Yeah, opening. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Fox will play Al Simmons, a.k.a. Spawn, the anti-hero who makes a bad deal with the devil in exchange for a chance at vengeance after being betrayed and murdered by his CIA colleagues on Earth. McFarlane, who created Spawn for Image Comics, told Deadline the first film in the series won't be an origin story, and then he wants to bring a darker R-rated take to the franchise he made popular in the 1990s. Now, Spawn did get origin story treatment in 97 with the release of... Spawn, with Michael J. White playing the starring role. While not a hit with critics, the movie earned about double its $40 million production budget. After a well-received animated series called Todd McFarlane Spawn uh, on HBO with David Keith voicing the title character, that ran for three seasons, ending in 1999. And also pretty damn good, that animated series. Yeah, I have it. Yeah, I remember. McFarlane also said he wrote the script for the new films with Fox in mind for the title role. No early word on development timeline for the first film, but McFarlane expects to make the movie for about 10 to $12 million. That's cheap for a
3: yeah. FX movie.
2: Yeah. Spawn is, that, that cape is not easy to do. There's
3: going to be I a, lot of, a lot of wire work.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. Fans. <laughs> well, I'm sure the CG cape will look a lot better than it did in the, uh, mm. the other Spawn movie.
3: Okay, that's the tool I'm talking about. Did you have that come in your set? That doesn't look sexy at all. No. What, a tool coming in your set isn't yeah. sexy? It
0: has well, sex written Jesus all over yeah, it. I, didn't think about I can't
3: that. find the name of it, but it's just, it was just really difficult to use. All right,
2: Andy, order one.
3: I'm, I need one now. <laughs> all right. mm. oh my God, there was a figure here you could get. Wow. All right. <laughs> uh, what? A figure? Uh, there's a mold here for a human body. Oh, uh, is that Batman? It looks like Batman. That could be Batman. Well, I knew
2: later later on with the whole Jax thing, they made like SpongeBob SquarePants and everything else. So it wouldn't surprise me
3: mm. if they had a mold for. If you can't, if you can't burn yourself with it, it's not a toy.
2: Um, eighties Jeff PR <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, these are ones we actually had to make patterns. It was just a grid. You had to put the different colors into the grid. Wow. I'm going on memory lane. He is. He's gone. He's He's gone. gone. (laughs) He's gone. I need to find what the name of this tool is. reverse, (laughs) a reverse. I'll tell you
4: what the name of the tool is. (laughs) F. Andrew Taylor. (laughs) 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 Uh...
2: Two months after Hulu passed on the pilot for Lock and Key, the series based on Joe Hill's award-winning dark fantasy comic book may have found itself a new deal at Netflix. The streaming giant is wrapping up negotiations with the producers of the show, which include Hill himself and lost veteran Carlton Coos, to pick up the rights to the property for a full season order. That means that the pilot shot for Hulu, which was directed by Andy Muschietti, who directed Stephen King's It, and starred Francis O'Connor, Samantha Mathis, Danny Glover, and Nate Corddry, along with several cast members from It, will not be what audiences eventually see, The entire project is going to be redeveloped and two or three of the children at the center of Hill's story will apparently be recast. Uh, Muschietti will not be back to direct either since he's currently gearing to direct the chapter two of It. Uh, Lock and Key tells the story of the Lock family. Nina Lock and her three children who retreat to the ancestral family home in Maine after Nina is assaulted and her husband is murdered. Once there, the kids discover a set of magical keys that gives them various powers but also draws the attention of a demonic entity that wants the keys for itself. Mm. Fun, fun comic. I'm, oh. I'm h- hoping this one actually takes off. It's bounced everywhere. Netflix is a good home. Hulu would yeah. have been a good home, but I eh, guess that didn't work out. Yep. So wait, uh, at this point, though, I have to take a wait-and-see attitude with this because uh, I've been
3: let down before. Oh.
2: <laughs> Synchronized stroking, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, ne- I never learned how to reverse ply
3: I'm got to find what the same thing's called.
4: <laughs> That's what she said. I got two in this episode. I'm awesome. I'm so not happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you totally missed the first one. So, as far as you're concerned, yeah, it's only, it's the only one. one. So
0: don't be unhappy. Ye- yay me! <laughs> <laughs> but he has to listen to it again, so he'll hear it then and again a few uh, times. And again, and again. my
4: life—it's the gift that just keeps on giving. <sighs> Geek shock. Hooray.
2: (laughs) Disney Park's massive Star Wars-based park extension, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, continues to be revealed little by little. We've known for a while the new park will be located on a planet called Batuu. Now that we know the main settlement on that planet and the park setting is called Black Spire Outpost, here's some backstory. Black Spire Outpost is the largest settlement on Batuu, a planet that is already starting to find its way into canon. And will soon be featured in Timothy Zahn's upcoming Star Wars novel, Thrawn Alliances. It is described as an infamous stop for traders, adventurers, smugglers traveling around the outer rim and wild space. As for the in universe history of the town, it appears the place gets its name from the petrified remains of once towering ancient trees. It's already been announced the new park will take place during the time period of the sequel trilogy, the first order, will have a presence there. Mm-hmm. The settlement's origins go back much further than that, however. You can hear it mentioned during Solo, a Star Wars story. At one point, L337 brings it up during one of her arguments with Lando Calrissian. She tells him that, quote, he couldn't get from here back to Black Spire without her. Uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is expected to open at Disneyland in the summer of 2019 and at the Walt Disney World Resort in fall of the same year. Ooh. Ardian and Canon cool already in novels I have
4: to I'm read that excited draw, about that park uh, park expansion i guess i should Ooh, say wizards. opening
2: <laughs> my god yeah, that's although as as exciting as that park is and don't get me wrong super exciting mm-hmm. uh, that hotel has got me absolutely yes. glued to my screen to mm-hmm. see well but that's yeah. going to be like
4: and then that's the, way, the way that they're going to somehow combine the hotel and the park together is one seamless experience Absolutely, dude. Mm -hmm. I just wish they would do something like that with Star Trek. Sad tear. On a boat, Star Star Trek on a boat. You could do a Star Trek cruise. They do a Star Trek cruise, but it's not. It's not like that. Yeah, that's not anything like that. Not what you're thinking of. Yeah, it'd be cool if they did, though.
3: It'd be interesting because then it'd be like you're on a starship, because if you're a boat, they should have a Star
0: Trek interactive experience (laughs) on a boat (laughs) in space. They could, like, build an enterprise, and then you go on the
4: enterprise Ugh. in you know,
0: space.
4: <laughs> if they'd actually built that life-size enterprise in free, what is now Fremont Street Experience, I would never have left that area. I I would live <laughs> somewhere near that if not had gutted out a small section you, you in have, inside and lived inside it. You would have set it. up a home inside one of the nacelles? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Jeff. He lives in the Nacelle. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I can't imagine it. Can you imagine a big old Enterprise just right there on Fremont Street? That's what I'm saying. It imagine, would have been amazing. F- imagine flying into town on an airplane and you see a big old impri- pri- Enterprise just sitting there.
4: Which apparently was like one of the huge selling points for it. it was like this like even people that don't like Star Trek are gonna come look at this thing and just marvel at its complexity
2: and grandeur. Although you know, yeah. that after about 10 fifteen years of that thing being there, then they start draping it out with the Christmas lights mm. and putting the lays on it for Hawaiian time oh. and,
4: yeah.
2: and and just enterprise lays. yes, P- putting the
3: <laughs> Golden Knights t-shirt on it. You put
2: the
4: title of your <laughs> sex tape.
2: <laughs> hanging flag signs off the front of yeah. offering 799 buffet after midnight.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, that would be awful having yeah. the
3: signs mm. hanging off.
4: That's of what
2: there. it would be today. Yep. It'd be, be as exciting
4: as a giant painting Lego castle. Permanent, permanent billboards painted on the saucer section. Yeah. So you're no, like looking guys, up at it. It'll like...
0: be appliqué, just like on the Luxor, right?
4: Oh, okay. The uh,
3: proper name for reverse pliers is safety tongs. I, I want
2: to I like know reverse how that later. how that works too. Better. I want to know how That's... reverse pliers, and I want to know how the safety tongs. That's mm-hmm. also it's the safety my, my tongs. safe word.
4: It's the safety tongs. Safety tongs. Safety tongs. tongs.
0: She pulls out the strap on. It's like, safety tongs. Safety tongs. No, that's called pegging.
4: My safe word. (laughs) Oh, okay. My safe word. Your safe word. Okay. That's the part I do. Jeff doesn't understand
3: the concept of safe word. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I rarely have second dates. (laughs) Nothing is safe.
4: (laughs) Nothing is safe. Nothing is safe
0: word. Jeff hears. Jeff only knows yes. Full <laughs> steam ahead. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. That was their joke. I wasn't in on that one. Did you
4: say full steam ahead or full steamer ahead? Yeah. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland, here we come. Uh, <laughs> oh,
3: uh,
2: safety tone.
0: Safety <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have to go to this guy's death, and I don't know. how... <laughs> oh, read also. another story <laughs> and come back to it.
4: <laughs> you definitely want to put some, some distance between that. Skip ahead About a bit. it after the death. solo. Uh, Skip spoilers. ahead a bit, brother.
2: <laughs> uh, Fangoria has acquired Satanic Panic, a supernatural dark comedy spec script from author Grady Hendrix. The search for a director will begin soon. It's based on a story by Hendrix and Ted Gogahine, both of whom wrote the film Mohawk together, which uh, Gogahine uh, Goga directed. Uh, Satanic pan- Panic centers on a pizza delivery girl whose last order of the night turns out to be a high society oh. Satanists in need of a virgin sacrifice. Heard, yeah. Two novels by Hendrix are currently in develop- development. Horror Store which I just gave five stars to, about a haunted Ikea is being developed as a series with Josh Schwartz and Charlie Kaufman and Gail Berman, executive producing, and my best friend's exorcism, which is being described as unholy hybrid of beaches and the exorcist, is being produced by the Gotham Group. Satanic Panic will be Fangoria's second film, first one being, of course, Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich, which will be released in August. Hmm, Littlest Reich? Puppet Master story yeah, I is. I know, steeped I know. it's in very Nazi. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their, their origins
3: fight Nazis.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So, yeah, Little Strike.
0: Fight Nazis? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. First rule fight Nazis. <laughs> Don't tell the cat about it. <laughs> uh,
4: shoot, what was the, the the creator of the puppets name? Andre uh, Toulon? Toulon, because Toulon was Jewish, wasn't he? In the in one of the films,
2: uh, yes, and he's and he's the creator of the puppets. And yeah. the Nazis come in and
4: kill yeah, like, Toulon because and... some of them were the the personalities of friends that friends had been his. killed by the Nazis. Yes, yes okay. Oh. It's been so long since I've seen it. I was hoping my memory wasn't like completely. like Nightmare
2: on Elm Street, the third part of. Puppet Master is the best. Interesting. And that gives the whole backstory of the puppets. It's awesome. And yes, I mean awesome. All right, let's uh, look at the sadness. Uh, William Bill Phipps, the original voice of Prince Charming in Disney Cinderella and veteran science fiction actor, has passed away at the age of 96. Wait, the original voice of Prince Charming in the... Wow. Yeah. He had a life. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, Phipps' career took off in the 50s, where he starred in a string of classic star uh, star sci-fi movies that helped define the decade, like Five Cat Women of the Moon and War of the Worlds. Wow. According to IMDB, he was one of the first actors in the history of cinema, quote, to become identified with the genre of science fiction, unquote. Phipps eventually took a hiatus from Hollywood, moved to Hawaii, where he hosted a local television program about classic films. He'd returned to the industry after five years, went on to play President Theodore Roosevelt in a TV miniseries, as well as narrate the 190-minute television edit of David Lynch's Dune. So if you get that extended Mm. edition of Dune and wonder who that narrator is, it's it's Mr. Phipps. It's Prince Charming. It's Prince Charming. Wow. Wow. 96. All right. I'll do this next one, and then we'll get, talk about solo stuff. Ooh. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, This next one, uh, this, this is interesting in so many ways. One, who's involved. Two, what they're making. And three, how much they're charging. Dungeons & Dragons is teaming up with Scooby-Doo, SLC Punk, and Scream actor and D&D diehard Matthew Lillard and his company, Beetle & Grimm's Pandemonium Warehouse, to release a premium campaign. It's called the Platinum Edition Dungeons & Dragons Waterdeep, Dragon Heist. It's
3: a lot of colons in that, by the way. Okay, some of that I remember. What's in Waterdeep? Uh, Waterdeep's been around yeah, for ages. It's a Forgotten Realms city. It's basically the deep ones, isn't it? The, no. What? No. no. No? No. It's a big city. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the Temple of something. Elemental Koi, Evil? Koi Tai or something? or Soycanth. So- yeah. Soy sauce? Carry on. No. Yeah. Here's what you get. Battle maps,
2: twenty plus miniatures to put on those battle maps, encounter cards depicting battles and locales on the player side, and stats/slash histories for the DM on the other. Bonus artwork and props. "Quote: My four best friends and I, in the midst of our l- midlife crisis, decided to create something radical—a Dungeons and Dragons luxury item built for serious players." Lillard told Sci-Fi. Our mission is to create an elevated game experiences for players and DMs alike. The Beetle and Grimm's Platinum Box is built to give you everything you want as a DM, but don't have time to put together yourself, unquote. The game will have a limited run when it comes out in November, with only 1,000 boxes made at $499 a pop. Yikes. Yeah. But think of all the minis.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, it could easily add up quickly if you tried to buy a lot of those things separate. Oh, As
0: yeah, a, battle maps themselves.
4: Not to mention the exclusive limited run. So
0: And yeah. props, man. Handing yeah. props to yeah. Props to them. <laughs> hey. hey you. Yeah, I've started seeing adverts for uh, uh, Dragon Heist on my D&D Beyond subscription on
3: YouTube. Aha. So. so they're putting their advertisement in the right place then. Yeah. Shrine of the Kuatua. That's what I was thinking of. Ah, that uh, is a Bless deep, you. That is a Deep Ones ripoff. The Kuatua, always kind of were. Yeah.
2: Kuatua, exactly. All right, this is it. This is, now we're going to talk Solo, a Star Wars story. If you don't want it spoiled for you, this is the time to uh, not listen anymore and join us once you have. But if you don't mind it spoiled or have seen it and want to hear what we think, now is that time. Gentlemen. Star Wars, uh, Star Wars, Star is a solo story.
4: Try that again. Solo, a Star Wars story? Yes. That one. Okay. Uh, I I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was, I was actually surprised at how much fun it was because I wasn't sure, you know, given, you know, Ron Howard coming in late on the project, they'd already shot a lot of it, how cohesive of a story it was going to be. Especially when you have an already existing crew, and you bring in a new director, and you have to do reshoots. It was and like a seventy percent reshot. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Hmm. So, um, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought Donald Glover was just really awesome in the role of Lando Calrissian. Hmm. Um, the I'm, I keep forgetting the guy's name that plays Peter Eldritch. Eldridge? Eldrick? is that how? Oh, Eldridge? i, don't know. I, I
0: Aaron Eldrick yeah. or something like that? Uh, However
4: you say his name. Um, <laughs> I thought he did a really good job as Han Solo. I yeah. mean, he had a lot of subtle mannerisms and facial expressions that, while not exactly Harrison Ford, like it, it seemed like he wasn't trying to completely just emulate Harrison Ford, but kind of have his own homage to the way his portrayal. And the,
3: I thought he'd pulled it off. You could see the character he was playing growing into Harrison Ford. You yes. could see that he yes. was a young version of the character.
4: Very it raw. F- yes, very, it's what it should have been.
2: He had that squinty smile down.
4: Very yeah. inexperienced. Yeah. But, yeah. but quickly learning. Right. You know.
3: Still has not been, uh, not gotten bitter and worn out
4: by the world. But,
3: yeah. Yeah.
4: <clears throat> he still has. Still a, a t- Yeah. I was going to say, he still has a touch of hope left. Yeah. Um I, I I liked the I actually liked the way the Millennium Falcon looked. It's brand spanking well not necessarily brand Modified new, but completely new it you know, completely slick and painted well and, you know, clearly was maintained um prior to being you know, yeah, acquired that, by
0: that squeaky clean interior, yeah, was mm. what caught my eye. Yeah,
4: it, it I, yeah, because you know, it's very dingy and dirty when you see it in A New Hope or just Star Wars, as us yeah. older guys like to call it. Um, there was a fun video out there, yeah, of
3: uh, Glover walking people through the Millennium Falcon and going, Yes, yeah, the best Falcon's ever looked. And he's like, yeah. taking the room, he goes, Here's my bedroom, there's my bed. And of course, the important
4: cape room. Yes. Yeah. That, that cracked me up. <laughs> she's putting the capes on. She's like, How many capes does one man need? Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, that's my take on it. I mean, there were a lot of little. I mean, when they're doing the Kessel run, and there's like a moment when he and Chewie just kind of side look at each other and they start flying the Falcon. And it's kind of his first hands on at the controls of the Falcon. And there was just like this really twinge of a moment where I kind of got goosebumps, and I was like, "Wow, this feels like Star Wars. Yep. This feels like, you know, the, just the look they gave each other." And it wasn't, it wasn't anything overtly obvious. It just, just the way the scene was crafted that it made me go, "Okay, yeah." I got a little touch of the feels there, and uh, the goosebumps, it made me feel good. So. Kay's
2: looking at me, because he knows that's the part I teared up on. <laughs> it, it was. Okay. It was It was that moment. It was the swell of music, looking at each other, the, that Chewie stepping into that, that cockpit. Right. And, mm-hmm. and just right there, you just felt that moment. It was right. great.
4: It was, like, was this little line, it was like, 192 years old? Wow, you look great. Yeah. I smiled
2: yes, a lot through this that movie. Is, yeah. Not just that part. I smiled through this whole movie Absolutely. because it was fun. It was fun to watch a Star Wars movie that centered on nothing to do with the Force. Yeah, no character was interested or even remotely thought of the Force, mm-hmm. except for one that appeared later on in a hologram, and even that was just a little nod. Yeah, uh,
3: and and that's as was pointed out to me by Doug Citizen. That's that's Maul. Yeah, that's, that's not Darth, Darth Maul. Maul. Yeah, that's Maul. oh, that's Maul. Yeah. Not Darth Maul. It's Maul. I have no idea what that is. Well, it's, it's from the uh, Animated cartoons. series. Which one? Yeah. Uh, uh, clone clone, clone Wars? Wars, but also um, uh, Rebels? Rebels. Yeah, he's no longer, but, he's a disgraced Sith, so he's no longer involved with the Force. Ah, he got and, robot uh, legs. He got robot legs, and he's all involved in the, with, the, with the gangs. I never got yeah. that far in I didn't he either. Was, but, he was trying mm-hmm. to basically become a crime boss.
2: There was the one point toward the end uh, where it's revealed that the Marauders are actually... The start of a rebel alliance, right? Mm-hmm. And where the helmet is taken off, and then the uh, young girl is underneath it. Mm-hmm. Jaramade? Mara Jade.
3: Oh, sorry, Mara Jade.
2: No. Is that what that is? No, that's no. kind of well. well that's, that's that's the thing. When it did that reveal, it what it sat on that face. I'm like, am I supposed to know who this is?
4: No, and <laughs> I, that's the that was the point. He's like, you don't know who this right? is because
2: at that point, I'm going, I needed to watch more Rebels to get this part. I think, um. <laughs> But then I was like, no, it wasn't, because I looked on the internet going, should I have known who this?
3: It's is? the movie snuck up on. Um, Kay and I both were like, oh, that's this weekend, of course, yes, and we were both glappy about going to see it. And
4: apparently, there was with the appearance of Maul, there were two Easter eggs: one that it was Ray Park reprising the actual characterization of mm-hmm. Maul, but that also the um, Sam Witwer, who did his voice in the animated series provided the voice for the ah, character yeah. in the movie. So you had those two connections being merged together. Very nice.
2: Cuz the star if the Star Wars, the novels, whether you read the old uh, legends now or the new ones that are canon, there's the always this undercurrent of all these mob bosses throughout yeah. the universe and it's great to see a story that involved mob bosses and underhanded yep. criminal shenanigans.
3: I kind of enjoyed the feedback loop of getting to see another uh, Firefly movie. <laughs> um, sure. But so of course heist. Firefly was basically a hand solo TV series and then yeah. so yeah. I and mean, yeah. And
4: I, thank I would, god we finally know that less than 12 parsecs is a measure of distance not time. As so many people have tried to,
0: although, although it's really allude funny to because his big claim to fame is yeah I did the Kessel run with a shortcut. Yeah, right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and I love Chewie's like, well, I rounded down, yeah. <laughs> and so you don't know exactly what he said. But you mm. know.
2: Chewbacca was fun. I love the introduction yeah. great, of Chewbacca and great, in great this. use of mm. Chewbacca, man. Best use I think. In fact, I liked the time jumps at the beginning of this movie. Yeah. Instead of giving us a full chronology of here to there, just jump to the points that matter to this story. That was great in just keeping you in that film. And seeing the Empire at war on a planet with grunts yeah. was a great moment. And boy, did that not make me think of the Imperium yeah. uh, Astra for Warhammer. That was a Warhammer moment. Okay. If I've ever seen one, and you know Warhammer watchers. We have no idea what you're talking about.
4: And I like that there there were grunts that weren't just stormtroopers. You know, these are yes. people that signed up for, you know, the Empire, you know, service to be, service, a pilot. To be <laughs> yeah, to be a pilot or to just, you know, to, a, you know, acquire citizenship or whatever it was that he was looking for a name. Sure.
2: And it also shows that there is yeah, no. a level below stormtrooper. Yeah. Which we never really saw in the movies at this yeah. point. I
0: told you there was. I told
2: you there was.
0: Did uh, you? When did yeah, you tell us? When we that? were when we were talking about Rogue One. Oh,
2: okay. Ah. Ah yes, yes, sir. One other thing I really loved. Uh the last time that we as a group played the Star Wars role-playing game, uh, my character was a droid. Right. Uh who was very much against the man. His the whole my whole point of my droid, what he wanted was to have his own planet for droids to go through to be that they could be free, and then they could bring down the human oppressor.
0: <laughs> so yep. to
2: see that
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> in the droid in this film was joyous. Yep, that
3: was
0: funny.
2: Because this film does encapsulate that, yes, droids are fucking slaves. Was oh, somebody tell us about
4: some people cheering when that droid got killed? Or Yeah. Well, I mean, Why? She was slightly annoying in the way that she was trying to start a rebellion. As a, opposed lot of the, to, a lot
0: of the haters are calling her the new Jar Jar Binks.
3: No, I, I, not deb- at all. No, not that far.
4: But yeah. it was clear that she had a singular motivation, and I mean, <laughs> and, almost her and, and, and to her, and to her own detriment, <laughs> as she's starting the, you know, the rebellion on the planet, and she actually raises her arms above her head, and says rebellion, and then gets blasted to smithereens mm. in the in the next second. So. Uh, and I love that she is the voice of the Falcon that C3VO talks do later on. Right, yes.
2: It's it, all those little first 15 minutes of Indiana Jones parts of this movie <laughs> that I thought I was going to be like, uh eh, I really liked. I liked how they incorporated a lot of the yep. little.
4: Well, some ha- of it was subtle. I mean, or you know, an-isms. as subtle as he got handed a gun and that became, that just happened to be his. Signature yeah. blaster. And I, I loved in the how future. he made it too. He's yeah. just, he, he, he takes it he apart just, and he's like, t- takes uh. this,
0: takes that, slap, 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 and tosses it to Basically him it <laughs> a Basically,
3: dismantled a sniper rifle, which is yeah. why the
4: gun has a scope. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, it's never let me down. Here you go. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> I will say this movie was given, I think, a big disservice uh, by its marketing. Yes. Overall, it was, and of course, the marketing was hampered because of all the production problems. Mm, right. Yeah. So they only had like 100 and some days of advertising to get it out there. I think uh, Rogue One had over 200 days of advertising getting it out there. Mm -hmm. And the advertising didn't feature the actor playing Han all that much. Because they were afraid of him. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think that made a lot of people nervous to see it as well.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that and... uh, The less than six months from the time that... It's, we it, saw,
2: and it, this movie yeah. snuck up on us all. It yeah, felt like. and
3: it was and that, it, that's what I'm saying. Kay and I didn't see it coming, and we we're glappy. I mean, we honestly were not excited. We wanted to see it, but no. we were like, "Oh, I, I guess we better see it." But you were saying, because "I would."
0: The only reason I wanted to see it on the opening weekend is as a, a thumb in the eye of the haters, because the whole boycott solo to me is so offensive and juvenile. I was just like, you know what? I was going to wait a couple weeks, I don't know, I I would have seen it in a theater because it's a Star Wars movie, whatever, but it's like, now I'm going on opening weekend because fuck you babies. Here's
2: the stupid thing about all that, and yeah, I'm going to rant a little. All these hate babies that were crying...
3: (laughs) Best version of the Muppet Babies ever.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Are crying about, Lucas ruined my childhood with the prequels, blah, 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 blah. And then, okay, Lucas is out. Oh no, no. Now they're now Disney's gonna ruin my Star Wars. And Disney makes a, in my opinion, a better Star Wars, but opinions vary. And that's out there, and they brought characters back like people wanted, but not the way they wanted, wanted. They wanted those young characters somehow to be in this that can't work. And so they started making a movie. Okay, we will make a movie about one of your favorite characters. And now I'm hearing, bring Lucas back, the one who ruined our childhoods. I can't get this whole yeah, round.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, They've they, they transferred the Lucas hate to Kathleen Kennedy. Yes. I mean, the whole. One guy whose video is out there, that asshole, is actually like, we have to boycott Solo. And I love Star Wars movies, so this isn't easy for me. (laughs) But we have to boycott Solo so that Disney fires Kathleen Kennedy and (laughs) we can get someone in there who really understands and it's yeah. just and the whole wants to destroy Star Wars. It's like
4: God, what was the I just the, the meme that sums yeah. it up perfectly yeah. for me. That I yeah, just saw the, it today is like Force the Force Awakens, Awakens too uh, familiar, to, right? The, the Last, Last Jedi. Jedi
0: too radical, and then
4: uh, Solo.
0: I forget what the
4: punchline was. It was like uh, too easy or too soft. Too safe. Too Too safe, safe. right. Too (laughs) Too safe. And then the follow-up picture is like, what will make you happy? Nothing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Unless you
2: make the movie in each individual nerd's head, it's Mm -hmm. not going to happen. Yeah, I just... Uh, And and those angry about all this stuff, uh, that's called fan fiction. There's plenty of places for you to write your own stories. You know,
0: it, it... it, now A kiss it, it really <laughs> confuses me. I really enjoyed Last Jedi and I liked all the leaps and all of the the, the the things that they were doing with Star Wars and Last Jedi and it's like that is supposed to be the jumping off point for all this hate. I mean yeah, solo did have the, the bad press at the beginning in production Absolutely. And, and, and you know what? keep it Christmas. Make Uh, Star Wars a Christmas tradition. What the fuck is it? I totally agree with you on this, case. And they make, they they still break their fucking records, so it's not like they need the summer. I don't understand it.
4: Disney could basically own December, make it the Star Wars month. You know, you always release, I know why they did it. They were trying to get it closer to the whole May the 4th thing, but even though... You know, they missed it by, was it two weeks?
2: Mm-hmm. But didn't it come out
4: on... Yeah, the, it, well, yeah. It was, it I was, think it, originally they were trying to get it out by May 4th so they could celebrate the whole yeah. May the 4th be right. with you thing. Although but, although then,
0: original Star Wars was
4: a Memorial Day... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Right, that, was, that was, a, that was Lucas's thing. He, yeah. lo-
0: he loved the Memorial Day release. Mm. That was his tradition. But
4: now that we've kind of set the precedent of having a Star Wars movie pretty much every December for the foreseeable future they could have done that with this you and i have. think it would have actually been more advantageous for the for the box office draw and to maybe bring people in that are new to star wars through you know the new movies or even the the prequels. Well,
0: well that that's a bit of a that's a bit of a problem. Uh Movie Bob pointed it out Yeah, I, I said
3: Movie Bob you should definitely watch he, the Movie Bob he, yes, breakdown of this. you yeah. got
0: to watch that cuz he really echoes a lot of my thoughts yeah, you're and right. he he brings up some good points and one of them was that Solo was actually a deep cut fanboy picture. Yeah. It actually he, he he really summed it up well. When you think about people loving Han Solo in original Star Wars, they're watching this cool movie with laser blasts and laser swords and Harrison Ford. You know they love Solo because they love Harrison Ford. So this this uh, Aldrich is not going to to take that place. And so n- people who are not diagnosed nerd. Mm. Are not going to diagnosis. Dirt. You know the the, <laughs> the the common the common folk are going to see a Star Wars movie with Harrison Ford because it's Harrison Ford. But for Solo, it's not quite the same. And he said, you look at all the Easter eggs. You look at all the little bits and pieces. You look at all the little the little tidbits. It's really a, a super fanboy movie. It's really a fanboy pleaser. And, and so its box office is not going to be stratospheric because the average moviegoer is not going to have as much uh, pulling them in as it is as, as one of the regular Star Wars is.
2: You know who kind of almost ruined it for me, for me not seeing it is Rob Zombie. Huh? Rob Zombie's Halloween. Oh. Uh-huh. The, when he remade Halloween, it's yeah. basically a movie in two parts. The uh, the second half is the remake of Halloween. The first half is how Michael Myers became Michael Myers of Halloween.
4: Neither of which are very good films.
2: Right. And after that film, I was like, you know what? I don't want to know the backstory of my iconic character. Sure. And yep. because after seeing that, I'm like, this kind of hurts it a little bit. Mm-hmm. and. That always stuck with me and, since, and, and, and seeing the solo movie, I think my deep down rabbit brain said, don't forget Halloween and what they did to the backstory there, right. Don't so don't let it ruin anything, but it turned out that this is actually a really good story. Right, it and, is. and
3: the fear was that it would just be the opening of uh, Indiana Jones 3. Yeah, the Last Crusade. The Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of like stre- that But part. stretched out into a full movie. And it wasn't. I mean, there were no. there was a little bits here and there. Like they, at some point, he's suddenly wearing the
4: belt. It's like, oh, he's got the belt now. Okay, um, but, but if you noticed, it wasn't just his belt. It was the same belt slash holster setup that the entire group had. Exactly. So they made it very common. It's like this is just a common. You know, belt holster setup and he's too wrapped, cheap to bought a new one yeah, in the last five exactly. years. So, yeah, that makes perfect sense for well, yeah, so. it, 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 it. Yeah, exactly. He it got made a it, holster that fits, you don't fuck with it. It made know. it so common that you're like, oh yeah, yeah you that's don't why he's wearing it. With it It's he, not that it's cool, it's it's utilitarian. It's something that everybody's using. Right.
2: Even the part of the movie that when it happened, I'm like, I don't understand why that happened. That didn't make any sense to me. And just a few story beats made it make sense. The part I'm talking about is where I, I Character was on there so long I don't know her name. The uh, the love interest of Woody Harrelson's character,
4: oh, yeah, oh, yeah, where, where
3: she
2: blows herself up on the right. bridge. Oh, yeah, I'm like why would you blow yourself up for, for a haul, even a big haul like this? That's a hell of a sacrifice for, yeah, for mm-hmm. money. But then later it on, you find out that real quick, yeah, that they are under this contract, they're gonna die if they don't get this. Mm-hmm. That makes sense now that she's right. sacrificing well, herself for the group true well and
4: for the love of her life but or love of her current Oh, and talk about characters we don't really appear know appear that were so the pilot oh
3: man i wanted so, so much fun. more of that pilot too yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, i want to see his origin story right now but <laughs> to with, keep
0: going back with her ki- with her killing herself one mm-hmm. of the problems there is that uh, and I, I do agree a little bit i'm beginning to wonder if this is the plot point that that people were like oh that that too that uh, two broke Matt was going was talking girlfriend and the refrigerator thing. Um, it no, not uh, that actually doesn't that actually doesn't bother me too much, uh, because uh, it it's Woody Harrelson is not a main character and he he's motivated on a number of fronts. That's not his sole motivation. Yeah. So and, so I and, don't really and, see it as a refrigerator moment. And she has depth. But what what it is is. They don't get away with the hall, yeah. So she dies, and the hall still, and then they get out of it. Woody's character buys it, but you know Han gets out of it. So in a way, she really didn't have to kill herself because it was going to go that way anyway. And so I can sort of see that as a plot. If she had done it and they had gotten the hall and gotten away with it and the movie went some other direction, then I think you'd actually have
2: a more poignant point. Perhaps, mm-hmm. although I also like the idea of ri- of she risking everything to make this thing succeed and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: So... Because, you know, yeah. life doesn't always turn mm-hmm. out the way you want it to. and a, uh, I, the, I, b-
2: Along the same line with the Poe Dameron st- yeah. story of the Jedi.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I actually, uh, I really liked the fact that Woody Harrelson's character was, you know, kind of somewhat, you know, seeing a little bit of himself in Han and wanting to kind of nudge him in the right direction. But at the same time, staying true to himself and saying, hey, look, I'm out for myself. I'm not really looking out for you beyond mm-hmm. a few nudges here in one direction or other, and a few wise words that you're not heeding. Mm-hmm. And then to come to find out that he actually did and shot first, and it, exactly the shot first part, you yep. know. And they he covered himself by having yeah. Woody
0: go, "I would have killed you," you know, just yep. to make sure it's mm. it's all it's all morally safe.
3: Yeah, right. But the yeah. movie's too damn safe. I will tell you. <laughs> One what ti- more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> one tiny quibble I had with it, and I understand completely why they did it. But the uh, the uh, card holding device that Lando has oh, yeah. is entirely too big and ridiculous for that. But I realize it has to be visual; it has yeah. to be something so everyone
4: knows what he's doing. But it's like, and you see, uh, you kept seeing him put his hands under the table throughout the whole game, which so, you can't so can't that do it. You can't well, do that. stop about getting but
0: and, 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 uh, you agreed with me too, Andy, when I said those every time you saw it, it looked like an insert. And mm. so my theory is the original they were like that thing's too small.
4: We don't know what it is. Could have been. So we need it. Needs to be bigger
0: because it really does look like. M- Make it bigger,
4: which I, I I actually like that part too because you know in, in Star Wars Han says you know I I want it f- or in, actually I should say an empire he says I want it f- I want her fair and square, and in like well technically he won her fair and square twice, right? But we're not. <laughs> You know, it's just like with, you know, a, you know, an actual event that gets turned into mythology later on, you know, it becomes more embellished. It becomes more grandiose than it actually was. And I
2: loved watching him lose in that. Right. That, yeah. that first game. So, that yes. was, what? Wait, what?
4: what? What happened? Yeah. Well, yeah. I was I was totally caught by that, too. I'm like, OK, this is where he wins the Falcon and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, nice oh, to- yeah. He did not win the Falcon. And because Lando cheated. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, without those insert shots, it
3: still works. He still pops yeah. up with the card afterwards without the insert shots, and those of us that aren't, you know, three years old. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I
0: personally thought it was overdone. Mm-hmm. You, I don't think you really needed it, but, but you know, that is hey, a minor quibble. Enough yeah. that I, had a I great wouldn't, time I wouldn't have had him throw it down on the table. It's not a
4: make I would or have, break have moment. I please. would have had
0: Lando being all, Ugh, and then like he walks up to Lando afterward. And he's like, "I won her fair and square," and puts the card in his pocket or something. Mm-hmm. You know, too bad you didn't have this card. And, you know. Yep. But it, it it
4: yeah. But he had to embarrass him. Of course, he's going to do it in front of the whole room. It's like it's too bad you didn't have this, because now he's not only shown him up by winning fair and square, he's damaged Lando's reputation by saying, "Guess what, I, folks? All of these times you've played this guy in in this game." He's probably cheated you,
2: Cheater Cheaterson. So no, so it's kind it's, of it's like a
4: I know double whammy to out of it, huh? <laughs> it's why know we talked about it. Well, to probably, but maybe. I, you know, it's, and got into his pants. It's a quick double whammy, yeah. Uh, here,
0: how how does Han talk his way out of? Because he he, I mean, can you do that in a poker game? Can you drop an extra card and go, Andy? That was your card that I pulled off of you right, before see, that's we started. The, I agree, I'm and with that you.
3: that's a little like. That's a, but see, a he didn't, he didn't okay, stretch so, there. Okay, so let's go back to the serious headcanon. We'll willing to give it a no prize on this. So now Lando has talked it up so much that he said that Han cheated. And so that's why Han has to say, I won it fair and square. Sure. I was going to say, because he didn't actually use the card to win. No, no, Han no. Han didn't. But, but can you...
0: If you're sitting at a poker game, uh-huh. you play your winning hand, and then you pull another card out of your ass, and you go, "Oh, too bad you didn't have that sucker." It's like, what? Why are? You, why do you have an extra card? <laughs> right. And I mean, isn't it convenient? You're blaming it on the other guy, but but you're carrying mm-hmm. cards on you, bro. I don't. Yeah. So yeah. it that that. So I could okay.
3: see I could see Lando twisting that. So yeah. Han is a cheater, and mm-hmm. so Han goes on to being his his. What do you do, do to my ship? Now you mean and Lando ship. ends up running a city.
0: Uh, one of the fun things uh, I I enjoyed in that um, Matt Colville, who I referred to before, is doing the DMing videos and is starting up his own little game company thing. Um, he lo- he likes Star Wars, and he was kind of poo pooing uh, Solo when the trailer came out, and he was even like, "Man, I'm gonna so hate it when." Amelia Clark, when he says to Amelia Clark, "I love you," and she goes, "I know," I'm just gonna hate that part so bad, and just gonna blah 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 blah. And so, watching the movie when he when Lando is like, "I hate you," and he's like, "I know." Yeah, yeah. That was that was a beautiful moment. That was great. That was that was perfect. Mm -hmm. That was, and I really enjoyed it because it also was a bit. It kind of illustrated me to you know from. Articulated for me that the hater hate phenomenon. It's sort of like, guys, you know, it, it's it, you're really pouring in too much effort into being prematurely upset. The, the movie,
2: yeah. the movie in your mind is not the one they made. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: it really is amazing how much energy people ex, ex, Dude, it's, expel. There are
2: channels
0: devoted they, to this. It, it's it's exhaust
4: themselves hating something they have not even seen, mm-hmm. and <laughs> then they see it and they're like they're either surprised by it and they alter their view or they're just, well, it it's not the reaffirms, most of the time it reaffirms. Like, yeah, I, knew, I knew I was going to hate it and I hated it. It's not yeah, the movie I wanted to hate.
2: If you cross your arms hard enough, you'll hate any movie you right, watch. Right, right. Mm.
0: Um, I want to ask uh, ask uh, Mr. Film Student Jeff this, mm-hmm. you guys weighing as well. One of the comments from the Red Letter media crowd that I actually did not agree with um, is they kind of disliked the, 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 the darkness of the movie, not, not, not in terms of, of, of tone or writing, but in, in terms of actual film visual. Okay. And, and they were talking about there are some scenes where it's so dark, you're not quite sure who the characters are, and, and, and actually one of the clips they run to is Han talking to uh, Woody Harrelson and uh, Tandy Newton uh, for the second time. When they're about to make their move on something. Like the campfire scene? Uh not the campfire scene. Oh, okay. They're actually he actually comes like through a tunnel and they're like looking at some the some Imperial officers. This, oh, it's is, like the, the oh, okay. like right after the battlefield. Yeah yeah, scene? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like revealing, Hey, I know what you guys are up to and and I want in. And that was it was a dark scene. But I was never confused. Yeah, and I really no. liked it. I actually liked it. One of the things that I noticed,
4: it seemed dark because well, it, is. it was it was a scorched earth battlefield, and there seemed to be a lot of but smoke and particulates in the air that would make dark. it dark.
0: Everything's dark. When he first meets Amelia Clark, that yeah. actually is a bit the the lighting is a bit subdued and and well, and and, and, it's, and it's very gray and Paul. Bettany's office,
4: yes, right, big, big, big boss's office. I thought that is... was kind of bright, though. Really, it seemed like that, like the, the sun was coming in, and
0: see there. Well, there were moments like, like, like the Mandalorian armor stand
4: that okay. was always in shadow. Yeah, you know, so there was stuff like that. I think it's because it was completely backlit yeah. for the most, because it was right in front mm-hmm. of a window. So yeah. any ambient light and, coming and I, in the window, I liked it because yeah. like when you got into
0: Kessel run yeah. and he's like running into the the cloud that actually that actually had some really vibrant color going right. on in it. so I that kind of popped when it happened. so I kind of like that and I was just wondering if you guys noted that how you felt about the power I
4: I didn't feel it was particularly dark I thought I thought it was dark and colorless in certain areas that made sense, you know. His, his youth where he's trying to escape and everything is very dull and very gray and there's not a lot of brightness except for the moment when he shatters the window and the, uh, oh, the weird sea creature thing that's... Uh, the Fagan of Corellia. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> where, <laughs> yeah. you know, she dives back down in the water. So it's almost like from a thematic sense, you know, everything is dark, but then there's that ray of hope that's letting them... Escape, except only he gets away, mm-hmm. and she gets. She gets taken. taken That's a so. poor choice for a lair, accoutrement, putting a window right there. Right, if even even if is, it is painted out,
0: especially or uh, especially if if you're if you're a vampire, burst but, into yeah, I mean, flames I, in the sunlight.
4: It felt like they were using color and lack of color to highlight certain moods of the film, like right. like going into okay. you know the battlefield, the kind of the hopelessness of. Mm-hmm. You know, the battlefield, the is endless gray. fighting I, as a grunt I'm that kind you're of just agreeing going through. With this.
0: It, it, and it was just it was a perplexing criticism because it it is kind of visually, uh, visually, visually dark for a Star Wars movie. I mean, Rogue and whether, One didn't hit those kind of levels. Whether
4: that was an artistic choice by Ron Howard or not, it's not without precedent because he did that in the uh the Langston trilogy of films mm-hmm. used color to highlight certain things in yeah. fact the the last one in the uh in the trilogy uh, shoot i'm forgetting the name right now um he intentionally went with like a much more you know crisp bright pol- color palette because you know that was you know um, the other film or, or rather muted if I remember. Sorry. He he reversed it. Like his first two were very bright, very colorful, and this one was supposed to be a little more grim than the first two because of the disease that was, you know, you're looming. Gonna, you're gonna have to
3: educate me. What's the Langston trilogy?
4: Uh the Da Vinci Code. Um, oh, okay. Uh Dan Brown's stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, okay. yeah the Dan no, Brown. Yeah, no, the the Tom And Hanks, if you look at
3: the work of Truffaut, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sorry, guy, Ron. Ha- the Ron Howard. Close Encounters?
4: Ron Howard directed <laughs> all three film versions of the, yeah, um, the yeah. main character. The,
0: the um,
4: uh, and Langston. I just, I just, I, I
0: found that remarkable too because I'm loving the explosive color palettes of like the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. Guardians and Thor mm-hmm. and Infinity War. I love that there's so much color around. Um, I remember, I think it might have been Zhang Jimu the uh he's a chinese director actually making a comment about chinese filmmaking and use of color versus hollywood and i was just sort of like mm. and then i uh, there are certain movies most particularly uh hero which is incredibly vibrant in color right uses it really really bold And it was, I was sort of like, okay, I'm thinking, I I think I understand what he's talking about now. And, and more of that in the, the Marvel movies is cool, but this use in Solo, I, I'm actually, it's like, I'm glad it's not everything that's going that way.
3: Yeah. I I mean, it's a tool you can use. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, now that, yeah, yeah, way, way back when, uh, you know, um, uh, oh brother, where art thou? They started really messing with digital color in that one. Yeah, yeah. And if you've seen the um, the raw footage of that and the sepia tone they added onto it afterwards, it's, oh, I yeah, yeah. I mean, they've done it's some side by sides. Very intentional use mm-hmm. of color, and that's another
0: or Saving Private Ryan. Right, right? Another, For a while, yeah. that established World War Two in Europe mm-hmm. is going to have whatever the fuck filter mm-hmm. that is.
4: Very gray, yeah. very dark. The Ryan filter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who directed that one? Never mind. (laughs) But, I mean, yeah, in my opinion on it, um, I think because there were equally, to me, seemed to be equally as many uses of nice, bright, vibrant colors as well as the dark, muted colors. So Mm. I feel like, you know, without being directly in the director's head, that his intention was to establish the mood that you're supposed to be in for each given scene. I'm, through the use of color, I'm
3: going to be weirdly aware of color next time I watch that movie. Now, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah I want to look at it again because yeah. it, it,
0: I just, I thought, I did like it though. I mean, I really noticed it in the Kessel run, just that cloud and everything, and then yeah. the the and the iconic. It's it's iconic now. The engine of the Falcon, you know, going away from you. That is that is a great symbol in science fiction. We're going through space. You're going on your Avenger. You're you're getting away. You're going off, and it was it that just stabbing right into that was really kind of cool. And yeah. then I had to go to bathroom, and I missed most of that scene. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to tear up because. Oh. Yeah. Well, so you can go. always use your movie pass and go. Oh.
4: oh. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> wow yeah there's wow. some website just, right that tells you when to pee right i should really is. look at that yeah. there is there is there's, yeah. Yeah. there is one actually that. look at that
3: i went i had to run i ran to the restroom when they were doing the planning the scheme i'm like oh they're just gonna plan this they're gonna plan the run now mm. and i think i i think i chose the right point yeah <laughs> i don't drink before the shows anymore the hmm. smart man i'm
2: really usually sensitive to light and dark uh my, my rant on the last Star Trek
4: movie is... Beyond was... Yeah, because I could you barely had see a the bad That's why you, I never break I the did. window when you're here. Right. Yeah.
3: Because that yeah. shit hurts. Well, he's got it sealed. I do. It's, it's like Adam I Antium actually... Sorry. I'm and a, I like worms with jewels on them. Yeah. I... Coming up this... i walking up this today. I looked at the windows. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. They did say they covered up the windows. Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you did. With bookshelves, as you do.
2: It's funny. I'm, I'm hearing voices from, yeah, from hearing podcasts. Yeah, I'm hearing artifacts. We're going weird. a little long than, longer than usual. Oh, my. So older casts ghost are coming in.
4: The ghost in the machine is yes.
2: back. Yes, Yeah, turn that last part up. Find out Which where I where also
4: saw recently. Yeah. The, but I noticed... The Scarlett Johansson one.
2: I noticed no... That kind of stuff you would usually get to me. Like, I, it's a dark scene and I can't see shit. Never happened to me in this movie. It didn't really bother me. Man. Yeah. I mean, I, that, so I, that, I didn't even notice it was dark which that stuff I'm really sensitive to. Now,
4: granted I did not see it in 3D either so I didn't either. I, I didn't either. I don't think they made it. Did they? Okay. I I, I, I just I don't think that to... was an option. Okay. Oh. I just I didn't know if it was or wasn't. And and also Wait a Star minute. War... they
2: didn't there was there was no 3D viewing? They we'll put it this way. They didn't have it at Galaxy and Galaxy always has a 3D viewing if it's yeah. available. Yeah, Andy, did they?
0: I'm looking Because
2: for... cuz that could
0: I mean, I mean, it's not a huge part of box office. Well, it but that's, is because that's they tens can charge of millions more.
4: of dollars. They can charge more for three D. Yeah, and, and typically do.
0: If I mean, if they didn't do a three D, then the then the box office bitch is even even more whiny. I, <laughs> man, <laughs> these kids Stop are whining worse to
2: me all the fucking time. And as far as color palettes go, you know, Star Wars is the used universe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a secondhand galaxy. And and when the,
0: when when it isn't like the interior of the Falcon, there like, is a 3D version. There is there is.
2: Oh mm-hmm. okay. Wow. It means Galaxy chose not to have it. Or
4: or did you? Oh, went- perfect example. When they're playing the 3D chess, everything yeah. is crisp and new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if uh, in even in uh, uh, Last Jedi, mm-hmm. when the pieces pop up on the chess table they're kind of right you know dilapidated and yeah. flickering in and out and they were crisp and bright
0: and did you did and you, the table
4: itself had no dings on it did you hear about playing. that uh easter egg because apparently when when uh
0: chewbacca smacks the table mm-hmm. they're one of the one of the creatures fizzles out and that's actually a creature that is not Included in the the game, <laughs> no, playing I r not So mm, it's no. like he broke
3: the chess set way back when. Oh, that's that's good. Oh, that was actually a nice little callback too. When they're when Chewy actually just ripped somebody's arms off. him. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although <laughs> I, ripped I, I off. have to say, I, I I
0: sat during most of the movie going. So did he really eat people
2: who were thrown in that pit with him? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yes, he he did. did. He certainly did. He's an Ewok. Wow. He's a big Ewok. Mm. What's your Ewok? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. Did you like Han? Didn't you? Did you like Han? Or didn't you? (laughs) And until next week, I am Master Torgo.
3: 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check dandy. And oh, oh, no, he's m- still m- not here. M- okay, may believe not, and we'll talk. Bag t- of
2: trash.
3: <laughs> 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 and we'll talk to you next week in Geek.
4: Yeah, Woo. we didn't. Uh, in, we didn't include that in the picture that we posted. Oh, I oh, That's I okay. okay. Andy yeah. had his moment. It's, 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 oh, okay,
2: it's fixed. I.
4: Yeah. I made sure I took the trash
2: bag back because I was going <laughs> to let him carry an open trash bag yeah, no, across. No. The house. Yeah.
0: Twice. <laughs> Twice. I know. He, he just kind of like quietly slips that in. I, I it looked
2: over it. here and I smell something funky. I'm like, why is the trash sitting <laughs> yeah, next
0: to me? <laughs> and Andy's there with a
3: big old smile on his face. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. It's, I
2: It's going to be Matt.
3: I, I looked over at the mannequin. I was going to put the mannequin over Then I remember the last time I touched that mannequin, I was Oh, yeah.
0: Something. That was, You uh, sounded like the apartment was collapsing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.